This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. All right, hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, the Amberscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fugex. Joining me today, we've got Rook. Uh, Aldino and Zen are out at MAGFest, so... Uh, if you're watching this but are also at MAGFest, go enjoy MAGFest, but also if you see them, say hi, I guess. Um, <laughs> joining us today, uh, we have two very special guests. We have uh, Safista and Tori Talks joining us. Um, and so uh, we're going to just, we, we've had kind of a wonky schedule, um, you know, holidays and everything. So we haven't actually talked about the last two live letters, which is wild to think about. Um, but so today we're going to go ahead and just kind of combine it all and just talk about everything that we're excited for that's coming with the patch. Yeah, it's going to be a big old discussion about everything 6.3. So and I am so ready. I'm so excited. Tori Safista, I cannot wait to hear what you are all going to say about this, too, because we've got a lot of stuff coming, honestly. Yeah, I was I was refreshing the patch notes today and I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> Uh, There's so much good stuff. Stuff that, oh, yeah. 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 I'm excited. Uh, real quick, before we get into that, a little bit of news. Uh, a reminder Heaven Stern is going on right now uh, until January 16th. Uh, this year, the event rewards uh, you get a set of Domaru armor, which is like, that's my new Sam Glam. Like, that's, that's it. Love it. Um, and then a crane banner as well for your house. Um, we also, because it's the new year, if you've played 14 for a few years, you know what that means. Uh, we always get some weird, ominous poem uh, <laughs> that kind of gives us a hint about uh, what we can expect with the next expansion. Not so much this time, though. This one's a little more just kind of chill. Um, so this one, uh, with gladness for their blessing, unto the twelve we pray, for ten more dawns as brilliant as this resplendent day. Since first began our journey, like many years we count, each step that we have taken a challenge to surmount. Yet still uh, the faint horizon and lands where few have gone renew our weary spirits. Together we march on. From the journal of a well-traveled young man. So it's I don't just... know why, but this makes me tear up every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> like immediately you started reading it and I was going, don't, I wreck, don't. Keep it, keep it together. I, I felt the tears <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just any time Yoshida san says anything like "Thank you so much for playing this game with us for ten years." The moment it starts, yeah. I'm like, it's been ten years. Yeah, so happy to play this game with everybody. Like, <laughs> it just gets me. It just gets me. Yeah, it's and it's it it kind of echoes the the same message that he has been uh, giving since right before Ed Walker came out. Right, it's like here's mm-hmm. here's the next ten years is is really. Uh, what it's getting at, you know, nothing, nothing about like crimson skies or you know anything like that. But it's just like, hey, ten more years, woo! So. Yeah, this one didn't feel so cryptic in that it doesn't feel like it's foreshadowing a lot. But I mean, maybe there's something hidden in there, except for just I mean, more of the twelve and the twenty-four man and what we know is coming up next. But it definitely feels like another one of those restatements of commitment of hey, we have ten more years hopefully ahead of us and a lot of amazing things to come and. Can I just say that that Demaro armor from this New Year's event also is so good, and I'm so yeah. happy to see it, and I mm-hmm. love it, and the little fortune-telling activity is delightful, and I hope we get to keep some kind of version of it for future New Year's stuff, because I actually think it's really fun. 
I've checked my fortune every day because you can go get more. And I'm like, oh, it's my fortune today. It's like, I don't have like a, what are the, the astrology apps? I just go talk to that bun boy. I'm like, hey, how's my day going to go? <laughs> yeah. I, as soon as I, I they posted the, the Heaven's Turn stuff, I was like, all right, let's see what we get this year. No, no Kabuto, which was surprising. But I guess at this point, they've probably done all of them. I think they finished them all. Yeah. yeah. As far as the That's end of an era. Though. No more Kabuto for Heaven's Turn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I saw that armor and I, I've always loved, uh, heavier armor for like, yeah. like samurai. Like I, I get the, the angle that they, they went for with samurai in, in 14, but I played a lot of samurai in 11 and 11, you could use a lot of like heavier armor and stuff. So as soon as I saw that, I was like that, I need that. So yeah, that's, that's going permanently yeah. on my samurai. We are getting sure. a wealth of like Eastern inspired samurai-esque glam. There's, there's this one yeah. and then there's the hot tattoo shoulder one i won't say what else i think about that armor and how i would label it because <laughs> maybe less appropriate some you just let something hang out free and one side of it with the tattoo is very good and i already am planning to slap that on several characters that's coming yeah. up with 6.3 yeah so if, if you haven't seen that that's uh that was on devlog they uh they showed that off of like stuff that's coming with uh with the patch so go check that out if you haven't seen that yet um but yeah, I mean that's that's it. I guess we'll just we'll just jump into it, right? We got the prelims posted uh, yesterday. Uh, swimming in Upper Linosia. Wait, hold on, Fusion. We got what? something very important before that. What did I miss? It's not in the outline. Our beautiful <laughs> guests, Fusion. <laughs> You've got to give them a moment to really introduce themselves and their perspectives about Patch Six Point Three. I'm always a heckler about this because I love for all of our guests to get to introduce themselves right off the bat, but. Before we get into that's, it, that's fair. Tori Safista, do you want to just say really quick who you are, what you do? I mean, you don't have to go into the whole spiel, but we're so happy to have you with us talking about 6.3. And I'd love for people to know like where your perspectives come from on the game, because we haven't had you on before. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Safista, go first. I choose you. I was just about to tell you to go first. Okay. Uh, well, I'll go first. <laughs> um, so my name is Safista, and um, I am, uh, I don't know, I'm a variety kind of content creator kind of across the board um i um i call myself a variety content creator i play a lot of final fantasy 14 um i am like a long time gamer um i've been gaming since i was seven i've been playing mmos since i don't know like at least 1999 2000 um and um i came back to um mmos came back specifically to 14 during the pandemic um because it became my pandemic game um and i came back and i was like there's no way i'm gonna raid because i was a hardcore raider in wow back in the day and then i quit when my daughter was born um and then like slowly i started to find myself getting pulled into like things like raids and and extreme content um but my my real jam is i love mountain minion hunting and achievement hunting um, so I'm really excited about a lot of the stuff that's showing up in uh, patch 6.3. Um, and I also, um, am coming up next week on 11 years of my podcast, Not Your Mama's Gamer. Oh my wow. gosh, awesome. congrats. congrats. Okay, cool. So it's my turn. <laughs> I'm a kind of a newbie gamer. I have not been playing games. I grew up, uh, doing like music and theater and stuff, so I didn't really play video games until I was out of college um, and I started playing Overwatch and I was talking to myself so much that my boyfriend was like, you have to stream or something because you're just talking to no one and you sound crazy. Are, are you, are you, Rook? Corey? 
this is wild. Yeah. I did not know this about you. I also have a theater background, and I also started streaming because of Overwatch. Yeah, How someone else told me that, and I was like, oh my god, me and Rook got be best friends. Yeah, okay, so best friends. I started. Yay. Yeah, I started playing Overwatch, and then I dabbled with being a variety streamer until like fall of 2020, when I finally tried out Final Fantasy 14, and then I became addicted. Uh, it ha- you know what happens. And now I try to be a variety streamer, but I mostly just play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got through uh, the expansions. I wasn't caught up until 5.3 or 5.4, I think is when I was actually caught up. So uh, I got through Shadowbringers and all that stuff and I was finally uh, current for Endwalker, which is really, really cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, I do a little bit of everything. I spend a lot of my time uh, standing in Limsa people watching, but like that's... Not necessarily like stream content. That's just how I know that's stream content and Final Fantasy 14 content. <laughs> I believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also I do a little bit of endgame content. I also really love minions and mounts. So I spend a lot of time looking for those. I buy so many of the loot boxes from the grand company and I'm just like, please give me something good. Uh, but yeah, uh, I play a lot of 14, but I, I really try to get through other games. It's just I keep coming. I keep coming back home to 14 where I have a lot of fun and there's never it's like never ending things to do. So. Awesome, awesome. All right, Fusion. I will now allow you to continue on to Oh, you, you'll you'll allow content. me. Okay. I will allow that, you to continue. So generous. So generous. Uh so this one we we kinda had a, a brief mention of this in, in one of the live letters, uh, but they're adding swimming to Upper Lenosia. Yeah. So that's unexpected, but like super awesome. Cause like I and, you know, and they had they they have like the one murky underwater picture in the in the patch notes, but I think being able to kind of like swim around the ruins and stuff in there would be really cool. Like I'm I'm gonna totally just go on a little sightseeing swim when uh, yeah. when the patch drops for that. That's really neat. I know there's been some talk that possibly part of that could have something maybe to do with the fact that uh, our next set of the. Um, Oh, I'm spacing on the it now. The variant dungeons? The variant dungeons, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be that our next variant dungeons have something to do with that area because we know that it's it's going to be what Gradon- we're thinking it's going to be like Gradania-esque or somewhere around there or it could have to do with um, Lenosha and or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like because each of the different areas, it seems like they're going to be highlighting from the original game, Thanal and Gradania um, and or, you know, everything with, my gosh, words are just eluding me today, which is great for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> the Lenotian region. Um, so yeah, I'm wondering if it has something to do with that or if it was just because they realized you couldn't swim there and people thought it'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those, it's like they're, they're giving us a lot of small things this patch. Like there's so many tiny things that is like, here, you can do this now. So it's kind of interesting that they're adding like swimming because is there going to be spear fishing? Like, can I go fishing over there? I think that's, I think that's what they mentioned in the live letter that they're going to be adding spear fishing. So that's really cool. Um, and it's, it's yeah, uh, it's, you know, sprinkling so many little things uh, just makes such a great patch because there's just a, l- a little bit of something for everybody. Um, of course, with the new patch, we're going to have new MSQ. Um, we're going to have nine new main scenario quests. Um, there will also be uh, a new Tales of Newfound Adventure quest after finishing MSQ. Um, if you don't remember, last time around, um, they had these where it kind of did a, a dive into spo- 6.2 spoilers. Uh, it kind of dived into uh, the history of uh, the fiends that we've seen. Um, oh. So we get a little background of like Barbaricia and uh, the, the first one in the dungeon whose name I can't remember. Oh, no. Oh, the, 
the big eyeball lady. Uh-huh. Big eyeball no, lady? no, Scar Scarmiglione. That's oh Scarmiglione. Scarmiglione. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, is the quest where you follow the little blob with the eyeball, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we'll get another <laughs> one of those. Um, we'll also have the new dungeon, uh, Lapis Manalis, which is going to be uh, somewhere in Garlemald. Um, and then, of course, we'll have a new trial, an extreme trial, which secret. It's it's going to be four fiends. Come on, like. Come on. <laughs> we <laughs> we know. Now we Lapis know. Manales, Lapis Manales, though, I'm really excited about. I love dungeons. I don't know. I just, I adore them. Um, and I think that while we've talked about maybe some of the balancing of dungeons and the fact that, you know, as far as difficulty goes, I think they've been really easing off of that and just really trying to make them kind of like a fun romp, which is really what they are in in their part, you know, and they add so much into them. But this one looks really cool. Uh, I think they had mentioned previously that we're going to be going at least to start into like the the depths of the Ceruleum Sea underneath where they had been mining. But then this is also supposed to be tying into this greater story of us, you know, looking for void scent and the the boss that they've shown here, possibly Reaper lore, all that kind of stuff. But we've seen glimpses yeah. of one of the bosses of the dungeon and the design looks so cool. So I'm really excited to see how they work this into the story and the environment and everything that we're going to be doing in Garlemald this patch. Yeah, the the trailer for this too. Um, it sounds like they may have a, a rearranged version of the uh, Tower of Babel uh, dungeon music oh. as well for this one. So that's I always I love when they do like rearrangements of stuff. Um, mm. We'll also have four Chronicles of a New Era quest. This is going to be the Myths of the Realm, the new Alliance raid that's coming out. We'll have a few quests around that. I mean, it's like a new quest, just like a few Rook. quests. Yeah. Which which deity are you most excited to see? Hello, Nate. Oh, <laughs> okay. so I'm a cool. little surprised. I'm a little surprised. I thought In it would what be. What world are you surprised by this? Vision? I mean, everybody, everybody has been saying Nofika. Okay, look, we all know why everybody wants to see Nofika. <laughs> we all know I am not immune. I am a weak pansexual, of course, <laughs> but I am also a weak pansexual. And I have wanted to be stepped on by Halone for the past okay. every year I've played this game. So no, it's Halone. She was actually the first deity that I even have selected for like most of my characters, but she was the first deity that I selected as like my patron and oh, I Halone's your her. Yeah, high, high five. Halone. Hey. hey. How about Safista Tori? How do you uh, who are you most excited about seeing? Halone. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred and ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> so my me. my yeah. character's patron deity is uh Memphina who I think kind of looks like Hatsune Miku, which is fine. I'm here for it. She just looks a little bit like Grecian Hatsune Miku, but I think she's so cute. So I'm very excited. Uh, but yeah, no, Halony looks, or Halony, sorry, I don't want to say it right. That one looks super cool. Anytime there's like a night lady, I'm like, yes, her. Especially because we just had Elden Ring like last year, right? So everyone's like, oh, uh, Millennia. And now we're getting... Halloween, so it's like it's great. I'm here. Yeah, for very, it. very like Elden Ring, Valkyrie profile yeah. aesthetic. Um, oh, and God of War too. There's just been a bunch of yeah. you know, yeah, big powerful ladies who are here to murder you, and we are thriving for it. And we are thriving <laughs> for yeah. it. Uh, yes, I actually am going to always think about Menfina as being Hatsune Miku now because I, of you. you. look at her and that's what it, it's fine. I picked her because she's the deity of love and that's like usually what I always pick is like, right, I want the love, like the love path, please. So I, that's how I chose her because I didn't know when I picked her, I didn't know anything. I was just like, ah, yeah, she sounds great. There were no pictures of her. Well, I probably were. I just didn't look at them. 
Yeah. We- it's Menfina, I think, has been the first of any of the 12 that has been really divisive in the design. It seems oh. as though many people have really loved uh, or at least gotten behind or, or felt like it met what they expected with the mm-hmm. other 12. But I've seen so much conversation about Menfina's design. And I won't lie, when I first saw her, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I have seen fan art of her that I'm like, you know what, that's like, I'm just gonna... I'm just going to pretend that that's what I'm seeing. Uh, but, but who knows? Maybe like in the thing, she'll have some cool moves and she'll look look a little cooler. But yeah, she looks a little meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, she... it's hard too. Yeah. Like if you play the yeah. game for so long, I mean, for, for a while too, like when, when the, back in the day, like really we didn't have a lot of hints as to what they looked like. Like we had a loose, <laughs> like these are the 12, this is, you know, these are the mom and dad of this one is the God of what and, and you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, we had statues of like Nald and Fall, um, but yeah, for, for a lot of these, like it's just you know we've kind of just had headcanon imagery of of what they look like. So we get you know Hatsune Miku show up. You're like, oh, <laughs> not what I would have thought, I'm, but all right. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad I got to share that with you. Yeah, this is it's I'm a thing so now. Glad yeah, too. it's just a thing. Hatsune Miku, it's cute. Yeah, kind of. I yeah, it's funny. I don't hate her design. Mm-hmm. Um. I think, as Chat has pointed out, the lack of eyebrows got me, and I've wondered if there's a specific reason. I mean, there there have been traditions of shaving eyebrows for whatever reason, and like yeah, maybe yeah. there's something that like specifically has to do with that and how they envisioned her or what they wanted to do with that. But it is funny because I think it does make her face look so strange compared to maybe the maybe in the fight there's eyebrow ads that you have to fight. <gasps> okay, there oh, we go. Okay, because but nothing kind of- says love like fighting eyebrows Eyebrows. like eyebrows yeah i'm hoping they slap some eyebrows on there i also just have a weird specific thing where i this is just me this is just me and i know i know that but i don't like in games when they give grown women pigtails (laughs) just i pigtails are cute and some people rock them so well, but I feel like a lot of times I see in game design they're like oh like a a grown woman but she's peppy so i'm gonna put childlike pigtails on her i and i definitely had pigtails earlier this week and i was like yeah this is peppy <laughs> i'm so sorry it's tori, fine like, I, oh no i just don't know how to do my hair it's okay no, tori i'm sure you looked adorable and i have no doubt that you pulled them off and they were super cute the synergy was no going doubt. so well yeah we both streamed overwatch and we did this and then just a direct attack. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you it's funny. Adorable. It's funny. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. But it's something about it gets me. So I think those two things kind of turned me off to her design. Um, and maybe the Hatsune Miku that I didn't realize was hiding in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do have to say that talking about her moves, because you brought that up, the moves that they showed of hers in the trailer and the fact that they actually brought her wolf in. So for anybody who doesn't know, yeah. in the mythology of the Twelve, uh, Menfina is aspected with ice, which I think is something that people maybe get surprised by when you think about romance and love. You don't necessarily think about ice being affiliated with that as far as an element, but she is affiliated with ice and she is supposed to have um, this hound with her that is meant to be an embodiment of the moon, Dalamud, because she's supposed to be like the greater moon that looks over lovers. And then the little moon that follows in her wake is supposed to be um, Dalamud before everybody knew that actually it was a giant death dragon <laughs> egg 
made by the Alligans. Um, so I loved her wolf in that. And the moves that they show with them, I thought were really cool. So I'm excited to see their fight. Yeah, I, I liked I thought that was a really cool touch because I had, I had forgotten all about that. But that was that was like a big lore thing back in the day once they were starting that 1.0 to 2.0 transition. That story of kind of like Benfina and the Hound. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, also, Helone is like transforming weapons that you see in the trailer. Like, I want those. Like, why? <laughs> give us raid oh weapons, God. please. She's so cool. The sword shield into the like giant spear into the. Yeah. Yep. I'm not saying that I replayed those portions of the trailer a lot, but I did definitely do that. So. <laughs> just at your computer for like five hours, just like, whoa, rewind. Whoa. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, four quests for that. Um, I can't wait. Um, we have one new t- uh, quest for Tataru's Grand Endeavor. Uh, it looks like we're going to be going over to Hingashi. Uh, it's going to be related to the four lords. We'll see our buddy Hancock over there again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one new island sanctuary quest, um, which is it's like I knew they were going to add more stuff to it, but I'm I'm really curious what this quest is going to entail because that I wasn't expecting. You know, I, I figured they would just add a you know some quality of life stuff and maybe you know some new buildings or something, and that that'd be it. But a uh, little bit of story, it looks like. So that's really cool. The uh, shoulder off. I'm trying so hard not to say the spicy version of it. Can I say it, Fusion? Will you just, let me say it on the podcast? Titty. say it. The titty out. The titty out armor. Titty out. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were going to say. Which which armor is this? The, 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 the armor titty. where your titty's out. Okay. <laughs> only one, Thanks. That like, clarifies. One. Just one. Just one single one. And you've got, like, cool flower tattoos on your arm. It's beautiful, and I love it. And it comes from, apparently, Tataru's Grand Endeavor. So <laughs> oh, that, okay, that, okay. Yeah. I yeah. was like, so I had no idea. <laughs> I was so lost. But, I mean, yeah, I am glad that they're adding more story to Island Sanctuary as well, because I was a little bit worried that they weren't going to have any, like, additional content. Like, we were getting new animals and stuff, but mm-hmm. I was wondering if they were just going to kind of leave it at that. Like, here's one griffin, and here's some other stuff, you know, maybe, but not really, like, expand more. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what that quest kind of sets up or leads into. Yeah. Um, so we'll have we'll have new animals. They did show a griffin. Uh, there will be new produce as well, which I'm sure will then go into you know new handicrafts and all that um they are adding so many great quality of life things um oh my gosh yeah so many good things uh you could turn on and off gathering nodes on the mini map so if you're only out looking for a certain one you can just turn off the other ones you can collect all uh crops and and pasture stuff just with a button you don't have to go in and right click every single one of them anymore which is great i love that i've been wanting that for so long um you can now free an animal when capturing another so if you have a full pasture and you finally find that rare thing you're like great and then you go to capture it and it's like oh your thing's full you're just gonna send him on i know you've been trying for a week to get this damn gooboo but (laughs) he's he's gone he's he's sorry uh so that's great uh there's a new landmark uh that you can construct um, which is it's it's hard to tell what it's supposed like it's some kind of weird little wooden bridge walkway I think it's a, garden. It's a roller thing. coaster. It looks I think like it's a, a roller, roller coaster, coaster for the mammoths. If those yeah. little robots are not riding the roller coaster, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I thought it see, I thought it was a roller coaster. Like just looking at it, it looks like a roller yeah. coaster. But then like as it goes up, it looks like steps instead of just like a straight thing, um, I thought. So I don't I don't know. 
I want it to be a like roller coaster. I feel like so they, they made a such a joke with the mammoths being like, ah, I work all the time. I'm so tired. They said I was going to go on vacation. Now I'm here. What if we're giving them like a vacation? Like they get a Disney World, but it's just one one tiny wooden roller coaster. I mean, I would, I would totally turn my island sanctuary into mammoth Disney World. <laughs> I think that's a great use of it. I'm going to have to find this picture now. Just to double check. Sophie's the, that's what I was just looking at it. So... <laughs> I have to say I am so here for new Island Sanctuary content because I love any kind of like farming simulator slash builder kind of thing. Um, so I was really excited when they announced Island Sanctuary. And I have to admit, I was a little disappointed with what we actually got. And I kind of finished everything and I have and and they probably think I'm dead because I haven't <laughs> been back in months. And um <laughs> So I'm excited to go back and do other stuff. And the, the roller coaster looks amazing. And I really, really want to be able to ride the roller coaster and also to go back to the titty out armor. Um, yeah, go back to it. Go back. Give to it. me all of the things with tattoos, because as a person who has a few tattoos of my own, anytime you let me put tattoos on a character in a video game, they're rocking tattoos. So yeah. I need more tattoos. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. We need, honestly, a whole CC category that is, like, body tattoos. And not just, like, put a chocobo on your cheek. <laughs> like, <laughs> actual tattoo. Well, so, you guys know the captain arms everyone wears? That's just, like, an armband up here and then, like, tattoos? Like, mm -hmm. there's a reason so many people use that in glams, because it looks so cool. Because you still actually get to see, like your character's like skin tone or their scales if you're an Aura. But it, it like, it's like accentuated. I also, I don't have any tattoos. I'm a weenie. But I think having the ability to have more tattoos on your character would be a really cool, like, like another addition, like the face paint. Mm -hmm. It'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And no, so basically going back to what you were saying before we circle back to Titty Out, um, I, <laughs> I agree with you in that Island Sanctuary, I think, has so much promise. I think it's brilliant that they brought it into the game. I think there are so many players who, like you, resonate, and I mean, like many of us, resonate with wanting something that is just fun kind of simulation content and lets you build that fantasy and invest in the world and in the land and, you know, have your own little place that you can kind of develop and make your own and put time and effort and energy into. And that kind of content is something that appeals to so many people and so many people play that style of game that having it in 14, I think, is a brilliant move. But I think it did dead end for people pretty fast. Like you get through it and it, you're just kind of done. And then there's not really a whole lot else to do. And the rewards are really cute. And a lot of the initial setup is really good. But it lacks that kind of really robust and rewarding cycle of like long term developing things and, you know, investing in things and um, seeing that play out and having a lot to work towards that a lot of those sim games have. So it's really good that they're getting updates for it. And I think all of these updates are really great, especially with that quest. But I am hoping that we see them continue to like really robustly add more to it beyond even just, you know, a new thing here or there or some little small thing. I really hope they continue like expanding that and the customization options and other things that you mm -hmm. can do. I think if you could customize more of it, I think people would spend a lot more time there. Even if, like, can I dye my windmill Dragoon Blue? Like, would that be silly? Yes. But, like, how many people have would have a full pink island if they could? Because it would just look so cool. You're like, ah, yes, this is my island. <laughs> but something small enough like that. Because I do know a lot of people were thinking that islands would sort of be, like, a substitute for housing. 
Um, cause even I was kind of like, oh, what if I could put furniture in my little house, right? If I could put the, the furniture from the game, but I, I understand why they can't, but giving us other little options to sort of personalize, I think would be really, really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, to that point, um, they're going to make it so that orchestrian settings will save now. Um, so that's nice. So you don't have to reset it each time. Um, there will and be... your visitors will hear it too, because I didn't know that. Apparently, if you were visiting someone's island and they were listening to music, you didn't hear it. It's like they had like Aorzean mm. AirPods in, and you just didn't, you couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that'll be really cool. Um, there's new materials from forging, uh, and of course, because of the new materials and the new uh, crops, there's going to be new handicrafts that you can make, um, and they are like revamping that handicraft menu like a bunch like all of those different little menus there's so much information in all of them now it's gonna be so much easier to sort and figure out the best things to craft um because it was always you have to like open up one and then close it and go into the other thing and remember which one was going to increase or decrease and uh so it'll be a lot easier to manage now so that's really great um yeah so i mean you know i'm kind of like other people too right it's it was really cool when it came out, but after a couple of weeks, you've done everything, and then it just kind of it sits there. Maybe you, you check in every few weeks, and you know, if you hopefully your animals are still being fed. And but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, they I'm aren't. Yeah. They aren't being fed. No. You didn't set that. You didn't set that up. Well, I mean, you can set it up, but don't you have to still like go it, in it, and ask them to do it for you? Well, yeah, so- it still costs like it's cost the calories and you still have to check in every like reset, I think, because otherwise they can't they don't like put more stuff out, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, oh, so there, yeah. there is a limit to the amount of uh, I forget what they call them, whatever the droppings or whatever. That sounds like poop, but it's it's not <laughs> leaving. Leavings? Leaving sounds better. Leaving. I think that's what it's called. But so there's like a cap to that. But you could basically go in once a week, set it all up, and then come back at the end of the week, get you know, mm-hmm. get everything and, and whatever. Um, Look, I am still just going to keep saying this until they actually implement it. We have an entire system in the game already for Chocobo pedigree and breeding. So, in my mind, I'm like, if you want to make the best use of this, and you want some stuff that you can repurpose and that you can, like, make a much longer-term kind of thing... Put in some kind of breeding mini game or have some kind of new feature to the islands that comes in that's specifically for chocobos and where you can like curate your chocobos that you have and like even find ones in the wilds that have new capabilities and new abilities that you can introduce into the breeding lines of the different like certificates that you have with chocobo racing and like tie it all together or make it so that even maybe your companion chocobo can get some of those cool abilities if you spend time like breeding the different lineages and selecting different, you know, things that you want in them because people love that stuff. Oh my gosh, I never even played this Sonic game, but the Sonic game that had Chow in it, I would go over to a friend's Uh, house uh, uh, every single day and breed Chow and race them and play that stupid mini game because (laughs) I was obsessed with it. And if you could get like, unique patterns on their feathers or unique color iterations or if you could get whatever it is right like different types of chocobo people would log in all the time to work on that if it was like a longer term thing and then you could take it into stuff like the gold saucer i i think it would just touch on so much content it would give people a reason to even try to like upgrade or get you know have their companion chocobo out if you had special perks if you used that mount or like if you spent that time and they wouldn't have to be creating like a ton of all kinds of unique stuff. 
But you could, you know, there's just so much stuff that's there, the stables that people can't use if they don't have a house, things like that, where if they made some kind of interactive version of that on the the island, I think it would be really awesome and give people you know, excitement for that aspect of the game. But yeah, I... I do generally wish, not even with Island Sanctuary, but I said that I do wish you could do more with your like chocobo because you can use them as like if you're like battling out in the world, you can make them like a tank or a healer or like a DPS chocobo, which I think is cool. But um, being able to have your chocobo actually be like a real companion through the like story, I think would be really cute. Like, yeah, we're the warrior of lights, but like this is my little guy. He he goes on adventures with me. I would love that. So being able to like. Yeah, yeah. And it, it would just be really cool to have have a just have something else on the island besides us. Like what if your chocobo could go and like fetch things? Like if you let him out, what if he could go like pick berries and bring them back? That'd I think so they, could, they could implement uh, they could implement the the hot and cold game that they've used in um I think what FF9 and 11 where you can like basically like dig up stuff with your chocobo. <gasps> oh, oh, that'd be so cute too. Wait, that would be cool. I didn't even I know love that. I love that. I would love that. Square Enix, please. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're also going to get uh, a new Unreal trial. They're going to be rotating that out. We'll be getting Sophia. Oh, my love. I'm so excited <laughs> to do this one again. I think I'm just going to look. I'm just going to look. I'm going to look for random groups to do it. I love this fight. It's one of my favorites. So I'm actually really looking forward to it. I am forward to is one of my least favorites she murders me all the time is that the one where it tilts and you fall yeah. off okay Sales. okay yeah, yeah no i'm with i'm with sophista i lose that one every time <laughs> i did that one for mount farming and i think i died every single time i was never alive i was still a little new so i'll blame it on that but <laughs> uh we're gonna be getting new treasure maps uh so these are gonna be mm-hmm. the ophio taro skin treasure maps that's a word um which will give us the new shifting gymnasium uh agonon uh dungeon which is like one of the roulette wheel ones um it's <laughs> i love the design of this one because it looks like they just took the aesthetics of all the previous treasure map dungeons and just like smushed them together it's just it's yeah. wild looking and it is all set in the realm of the ancients, which I am yeah. super into. It's yeah. supposed to be, I think, lore-wise, a training ground for familiars. <laughs> oh, I that really- is adorable. Yeah. We're the familiars still. Okay. We're still, you know, we're playing the part. I appreciate it. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. We're, we're, uh, I we're love fully committing to the bit. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I didn't... Have- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's a- oh, I was kidding. Uh, there- I do know that the... Items you can win are not changing, though. So, like, you'll still get the same loot from both of them. So, like, if people... Don't be like, ah, I don't want Kumbra skin maps anymore. Blah. Like, getting the new map is still cool, but the loot should be the same. So, like, don't throw away all your Kumbra skin maps just because you're like, well, I want the new loot now. Um, but, yeah, it'll be... It'll be cool. I Were there two different maps in Shadowbringers as well, or no? I think there so, was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure when they started doing that. Was it Stormblood that we started getting the roulette version and then the like the the linear dungeon versus roulette? I want to say it was Stormblood, but I'm not positive. I think so, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> maybe, All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe chat. <laughs> We're a source of authority. On we we know everything. It was sto- somebody says it was Stormblood. Okay. We have we have validation from the chat. Thank you, everybody. Okay. 
Thanks, fam. Uh, Thanks, fam. Yeah, I, yeah. Stormblood, I want to say. But, I mean, I guess that makes sense because we technically had treasure maps, what, introduced in A Realm Reborn, but they are very different, right? Like, you just go to a location and dig something up. I don't think there's any version where you instance in. And then in Heavensward, they had the actual dungeons that you started to do. And then in Stormblood, they expanded it to kind of have these two different ones. And I think since then, they've done that with each, where you get, like, an iteration. So you can kind of pick and choose which flavor you think is more fun. Yeah, I don't remember if ARR... I know ARR had treasure maps. I don't remember if it had the dungeon or not. Because I do do remember, uh, like, free company treasure map night to be able to like afford a house was a thing for a while when like housing first opened up. I remember that. Um, but yeah, so it looks pretty wild. There's a, there's a, a, a new mount coming out too. It looks like it might be from the treasure maps. It's like a giant, like pink elephant with like a, Oh yeah. A rabbit mask. It's, yeah, I was it's wild. The, looking. the feathers. Didn't you have to gather feathers for Shadowbringers ones? Or maybe that was the last one. They're like rainbow. Rainbow the thingies, and you turn them in in bicolor uh, gemstones. The, yeah, no, bi- the, there was no. a, oh, something no, no, else. No. There was a bonus mount that is that yes. really cool, like dragon, deer, chimeric kind of animal from the realm of the ancients, and you can get it, but you have to collect feathers from the current. And the dungeon. feathers are from the treasure map dungeons, mm-hmm. but they're also like incredibly rare. And I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like that again, because like I don't even think I have one, and I do treasure maps a little obsessively sometimes. So, yeah, ah. yeah, it's tough to get them, um, which yeah, is a bummer. Resplendent feathers, yeah, resplendent feathers, because I want that mount so bad. <laughs> I love that creature; it's so cool. Um, I mean, I'm kind of glad though that this pink elephant might be related to this specifically because i was a little bit worried initially that it was going to be the Loperitz tribe mount mm-hmm. and it's cute and it's funny but i always look forward to the tribe mounts being something that's like really unique and it reminded me a lot of the one that we already had for the ananta that's the uh Marid that yeah it does mm-hmm. it does look like a recolor of that yeah. Which do you think that maybe that's like a failed experiment that they were going to the ancients were like, yeah, someone made this thing. It's a little weird. We're not going to use it. And then like, oh, the familiars want it. You guys can have it. <laughs> maybe. Can I, mean, I just say if the Lopri mount is not a carrot spaceship, I am going to riot. So <gasps> it's not oh a carrot spaceship. We actually saw this in the last live letter. It is <laughs> uh, if you go into uh, that area on the moon, there's like the weird kind of like rabbit robot things. That you can fight. Oh, the things you fight. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Gonna, like, so you, it's armies? that's that's the mount, and when you fly, like it transforms a little bit, and the ears turn into propellers, and it's like a little plane. <laughs> well, Sophista, I'm sorry, you are going to oh, have to ride. Going to have to ride. It's fine. I, I'll go grab a pitchfork and I'll meet you. Yeah, it, it was funny because Yoshida dro- uh, hopped onto it. Um, and he was talking about how close his face, the character's face, was to like the propellers that were spinning because it, it was yeah, like yeah, right yeah. there. And and he's a lalafowl, so I Rogadins beware. <laughs> yeah. I am disappointed now because the moment you said carrot spaceship, I was so sold that I was like, yeah, that has to be it. Oh, it I kind of so if you guys finish the Omnicron quest, the mount for that one makes you tiny. Yeah. And it, so does the Kai mount. Like mm-hmm. it, it puts you small on the TV. I wish we had more mounts that made you tiny because I think that that's hilarious versus like, you know, the giant whales or something that's like stays like super big. Having those mounts that make you smaller, mm-hmm. I think, is such a, a funny sort of interaction. Those are, um, those are really was, fun, too, because you could emote in them as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
But I wish I wish we had more of those, or at least if it was a tiny spaceship, what if it was actually Loppert size and we were like shoved in it like, oh, here we go. Like that would be really fun. Just, just do like well, a, I'm like, a Lala, so I fit in <gasps> everything small. Oh, it's go. made for you. Okay. Just, yeah. All right. <laughs> just make it like the uh the yokai watch mount. Just have like this little like kind of chippy chubby carrot mount, and we're just like <gasps> Yeah, like the ghost. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I want. Yes. Like, some, like something you'd find outside a grocery store, right? You put the quarter in, you're just like, yeah. Yeah, like rocks. Yeah. Cute. Okay, oh, that triggered my Alexa. That was weird. Uh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> Alexa's like, tiny carrot mount? Count me Sign in. me up. Yeah. That's my favorite song. Bezos or it's is just taking gonna all order my good you, ideas. It's going to order you carrots. Mm. I think, thinking about mounts, right? Did they mention that Unreal Trials were also getting a new mount? Did I hear that? Maybe there I'm just are a couple of new items. There's a items, uh, bandana and an earring with the uh, with the puppers. From That's what it is. Chloe, Chloe. Those are from yeah, Chloe, yeah. but those aren't oh, from are the they? Unreal Trials. No. Oh, that's my so bad. So they okay. did say that we're getting new things from the faux, the 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 Amerk Fox, but I don't know if they told us what they were. Hmm. I'm curious about that. Let me see. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, new items available in exchange for faux leaves. Message will not display after failing to earn a retelling. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I don't think they told us what it was. They're just like, hey, there's new stuff. I mean, honestly, if anybody has not done these, granted, the Sophia one, I think, is probably going to be spicier than if you had gone in for something like Ultima. Like, yeah, Sophia, the Ultima one was was pretty pretty doable. <laughs> yes, Ultima was like pretty doable, pretty smooth once you figured it out because it's one of the older trials in the game. But um, this one, I think, is going to be it'll be spicier because these were pretty spicy when they I were. I mean, released. anytime there's a fight that doesn't have railings. <laughs> yes, they were, and you have to kind of do math in this one too, which is oh, really no, unfortunate. can't can't do that. Uh, nope. But all right, but, I'll be buying those on the market board then. Yes. It is worth it to do though if you figure it out and you farm it. I think a lot of people maybe just haven't even engaged with this because they were like, oh, whatever. But the mounts and stuff from that are sellable, and you can sell them for millions upon millions <laughs> if you spend the time and you just like make them a thing that you do every week or, you know, whatever, because, um, yeah, if you get like that troll and stuff, people pay massive amounts of guilt for that. So if you're looking to just have some content to run that it's, it's, this one's maybe not going to be the most accessible for everybody out of all of the ones that they cycle through, but I think it's still fun to go back and revisit and do. And if you didn't get to do that fight at the time that it was out, it's super cool to get to see. Um, and it's worth it because those rewards, you can get a lot of money, even if you don't want them yourself by selling them. Yeah, there's also, uh, while we're on the subject of mounts, uh, there's a new airship mount that you can oh, get. Oh, yeah, for with, MGP. For MGP, yes. yeah. The thing is huge. It's it's probably it's probably the, the, the size of, like, the looter whale, if if yeah, not maybe yep. a, a little bigger even. Um, Have they said, is it going to be one person only, or do we know? Because if that was, like, a four-person one, like, could I take my friends on the little I, the I airship I don't know if there? they've said, but it would be weird if it wasn't right yeah 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 i can only imagine because it shares what seems to be the same base shape model design of the lunar whale and the picnic whale yeah i can only imagine that it's also a multi-seater mount but yeah that would make sense i, I just i love the idea of yoshida just coming to like some designer's desk be like take this whale and turn it into an airship <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> um this this one was interesting. So I don't I don't even know how many people know about this. Uh, there are if if you are part of a free company, there's an NPC 
near the grand companies that'll let you put your free company emblem on your gear. Yeah. They're adding more symbols to that. I was like, oh, oh so it yeah. is for free company. So the one I was looking at said it was only for the, because you can do it for PVP teams as well, which one, I didn't know that you could do PVP teams, which is kind of neat. Um, but it's for free companies as well. It's this. It's. I mean, it's the same window. Let me let me double check here. Just I I believe you. I have <laughs> yeah, not now, the greatest. But now, see, I don't know if I believe me. So let me. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it said it was for company, free company. Company crests and PVP team crests. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They share the same kind of. They share. They they share the it's same the interface, same right? Yeah. I'm actually not sure now with PVP teams. So it used to be actually that a lot of people even would form a PVP team, whether or not you were actually PVPing, because it was one of the few ways that you can see if you are on different worlds. You can see if somebody oh. from your team logs in or logs out. You can mm. see if they're online and you can oh. like message them directly. I think you got a link shell for your team, but I'm not 100% positive on that. So like even raid groups that were cross world or things like that would oftentimes make a like a PVP group so <laughs> that you could actually see like when somebody from, you know, the different worlds that's on your raid team logged in and you could get them into the party. Um, but I don't actually know now with the crystalline conflict stuff being set up the way it is because you can't form team. Like, you know what I mean? You can't take you can't, you can't mm -hmm. queue together. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things where I guess you could just make a bunch of custom matches. but the big draw of that seemed to be that if you were doing competitive team play mode, right, you could have your outfit and you could have your logo on and you could all come in. So again, as I've also been grinding PvP to try and get this dragon mount before the season turns over on Tuesday, I've been really hoping that we'll hear something about team play or group cues for PvP and Crystalline Conflict. And I'm sure I'll have some more follow-up thoughts on this later when we actually get to the portrait display stuff that's coming up because they sort of tie together with the customization stuff that you can get in pvp but i really hope they do because it's kind of sad not to be able to queue in still with people just yeah. for yeah. stuff and you, you play the roulette you go okay one two three queue and then you just hope you're like not getting murdered by your friends but usually you do yeah yep which can be fun but <laughs> <laughs> you want to also keep them as friends too so that may not be yeah. um so speaking of PvP, uh, Series 3 will begin. It looks like there's a new armor set uh, for this uh, it's series. It's pretty. I like it. Yeah. It reminds me of the set, the tombstone set that we have that's like, ugh, it's like the Thafnirian Guard Dragon Guard. You know, I'm, what is it actually called? I'm trying to remember. I, I, I had no idea. That sounds great. That sounds right. Actually, I think that's 100% correct. I think that's it. I think that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tori. Um, yeah. I think that's what it's called in-game. The Thefnirian Dragon Guard sort of look. <laughs> it's like the current Tomestone set that has the, like, scales. And it has that kind of, like, lighter effect as opposed to the Fiend armor. It looks more like, you know, silver white as opposed mm -hmm. to the, like, black red. Um, it's very pretty, though. I like it a lot. It kind of reminded me of some of the... Um the armor that they did during uh the omega uh raid series like the like the diamond oh. or the genji no not as much genji but like the diamond armor and that stuff just the way that they have like the the shoulder bits and stuff but yeah it looks really cool so i uh, that would motivate me i think to do more pvp i mean i like the yeah. dragon mount but like it wasn't like ah oh! <laughs> you know like like some people so i can't help it i love, I love dragons <laughs> 
I'm one. I'm like two levels away from getting it. So I was spamming Seal Rock yesterday to try to get wins for Seal Rock, Moogle Tomes, and PvP XP. So yesterday was a good day for PvP, but <laughs> now I gotta go back to the old-fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta work for it. It definitely it's further down that track, but um, I mean it's a good one. I was surprised that they put the Dragon Mount here of all places. If anything, I figured maybe it would have been a reward for something like Ishgardian Restoration because they've had those models. Well, there was in there, there was another Dragon long. Mount. Yeah. Well, yes, and she's so cute. Your little hammer. And, yeah. But yeah, this is like the classic dragon model that we've seen in game a bunch. So yeah. Um, also with PvP, we're getting a new Crystalline Conflict map, uh, Clockwork Castletown. This looks wild. I love it. Yeah, it looks like chaos, pure chaos. <laughs> yeah, there's there's tatami mats that flip around. There's uh, little like dash things. There's a mechanical yojimbo that shows up. Uh, it, it looks it looks a lot of fun. There's a lot of different factors on this map. On one hand, I love it because I think that if you are somebody who's just queuing for casual or even, I mean, even if you're doing the ranked mode, right, outside of official tournaments and or like high-end PvP gameplay, I think this map will be so much fun because there's a lot of like spontaneous things that happen and i'm curious to see if they always happen every single match or if it's something where one match you get this or that or you might get all three right because yojimbo throws the gold coins and those give you a dps up is that right or no it's something else i think it's limit break i think you get more limit break charge that's what it is limit break charge and then the flip maps are like the ones in the um kugana castle dungeon where it'll like toss you up um, and I think it has another effect on that. And then you have the actual, like, different types of, um, like, mammoths that'll come out and either do that charge or other effects that you have to watch out for. So I think that'll keep it really interesting for players, but in, like, a higher-end setting is probably going to be a least favorite one because you it has so many unpredictable elements outside of just, like, pure player skill. But I think that can be fun in and of itself, honestly. I mean, I, think I like we... chaos. Oh, Yeah. Especially in PvP, right? It's yeah. it's it's so great to to see one team have such a lead over another, but then something on the map happens and it just completely turns the the game around. I love that. Yeah, I I have never really been into PvP, but like in the last couple of months, I've started I've started playing, and this map has me excited because I love chaos. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it gives me it gives me a chance because otherwise I'm really not you know, gonna have yeah. one. <laughs> no, you're right, one hundred percent. You need the chaos to sneak in and like take over. It's like, ah, you're better than me, but you stepped on that mat. It means I win now. <laughs> well, see, that's just you honing in on a niche. You know what I mean? That's your play style that you know how to play around those effects and then take advantage of it. You know, that's your skill. Yeah, it'll it'll be nice too because I mean this is the first new map we've had for Crystal and Conflict since they introduced mm -hmm. it. So like getting you know every, we, we love new shinies, right? So it'll be nice uh, jumping in there and getting something new. Um, I'm looking forward to to getting my ass handed to me on that map. Uh, we're also gonna have uh, new uh, Vera and Rothgar hairstyles. We're getting some more of those finally. Yay! So we nice. are. It's the little like layered side sweepy one that has a little like kind of reminds me of like roxas sort of from yeah. kingdom hearts okay and then the uh this was like a hair maybe they were both from hair design contest but there's the other one that has a little like ponytail with the purple flowery thing and the kind of like he may cut bangs yeah, that are yeah. Parted. 
Um, so I actually think they look really good on the models. Mm. And I, the Hrothgar ones are... Oh, it's the... The lightning, um, actually. Yes. Which is really popular. So it's mm -hmm. kind of cool that they're actually... And they keep their ears. Didn't lose their ears for the hairstyle this time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then it's the MGP one that has the, like, big ponytail and the... I think those two is what I'm remembering. It's yeah. like the like, spiky ponytail. Yeah, the spiky, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is great because... I'm not going to rant about it. I'm not going to rant if, about it. If I'm those descriptions didn't do it for you, go check out the uh, prelim patch notes. I was no, like, but I mean, as soon as you started to describe those, I was like, this would be interesting. Let's see how we do this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bad at remembering <laughs> names of things. I can remember so many tiny details, but whenever I have to recall the name, I forget it immediately. Oh, I wouldn't have remembered the names either. Your, your visual, I, I was getting it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, so it's it's those hairstyles. And I'm really glad to see more coming in. And I'm really glad that the Hrothgar have ears because you've all heard us rant about it. So I won't do it again. But it they should all have the hairstyles and all hairstyles should work on them and hats should work on them. So we're still making progress there. <laughs> but it could, it could be more. So you, I'm you're still in the era, right, Brooke? I was, but I ended up <gasps> betraying my kind and my beautiful I, rabbit folks. I also, I also betrayed her kind. My gosh, I'm, we're betrayers together. I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I was like, oh, I'll be my cat girl till 6.0 comes out. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like her. And so <laughs> I officially abandoned and I'm very sorry. Please forgive me. No, I did too. We, uh, sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Vera are my favorite. Fran is my favorite all-time Final Fantasy character. But like, I just could not do it anymore. I just needed to be able to use my gear and hairstyles and... Um, it was sad, but I have plenty of Vera alt characters and RP characters, but um, yeah, I switched to Tori, so you're not alone. But I, I'm glad to see them continuing to work on it, because it really was a problem. Yeah. 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 Um, if anyone out there has ever dreamed of being able to do that little motion where they, they hold their their <gasps> fingers up and do like the link shell talk thing, it's going to be an emote now. I'm so you'd, excited. You'll be able to live <laughs> your, your link shell talking fantasies out now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a macro where they go shh, and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna someone's gonna be shouting shout chatting and be like shh. I'm, you need I'm on a is call. there is there is there one of these? Can we get email? like hey? Yeah, there's deny. You go <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the phone. You mind? Yeah. <laughs> perfect this works out great for me too because one of my favorite go-to like i have to end an rp right now this has gone three hours longer than it was supposed to is oh no i got a call on my link show. <laughs> oh my chocobo ate my bedding oh, I gotta go. oh no the world's in danger again i'll see you later <laughs> um we're also gonna get new poses for sit which is cool yeah that is cool uh yeah, uh, we're also going to get a new pose for umbrellas. Mm -hmm. uh, and there, I've seen some uh, folks in the community talking about loving this. What? I mean, it's awesome. I'm really glad that yeah. we're getting more of this. I hope we even get more like idle poses at some point and all that kind of stuff. Because we have over the years gotten, you know, stuff here or there that kind of customizes how you're just existing in space in the world, which is good. Um, I hope at some point as well, though, that they extend, and I've seen many other people who feel this way, that they extend the ungender lock to a lot of this. And that maybe in Fantasia or Character Creator or or wherever, or in your character menus or, or Glamour Dresser even, I guess you could do it, that there will eventually be some kind of interface or toggle for, you know, like, demeanors of pose or something. Oh, that'd be <laughs> so cool. That, so you could yeah. toggle between them, even if they can't 
officially be like because i agree because later down you'll see like a lot of the clothing is getting ungender locked which i'm very thankful for because there's a lot of things you're like that doesn't really make sense that's just a jacket um which is which is cool but the sit the idol sits they showed like a preview of it and i was kind of hoping they would be like uh everyone can get the weird little catboy squat because i think that's so funny i love seeing the catboy squat or like little batman um and it's kind of like i don't think that there should be a character model that can't do that i mean spines notoriously do funny things in this game anyway like you see someone holding a dark knight and you're like wow their spine is literally a c um but it would be cool i i i know i don't make games so i i want to say like it should be doable but like i don't actually know yeah i mean i i think i think the the biggest hurdle for them would just be like bone structure of like the model right and how things work but like just just make whatever just slap it on there it's fine uncharted did that with all their emotes they look like back when uh uncharted did multiplayer and like uncharted 2 they would copy like all the emotes to like the same like bone structure or whatever so some of them look just goofy as all hell <laughs> but it was like whatever just do that I don't here care. it's fine i don't care if they're goofy like yeah. it, it drives me nuts because nothing breaks my character fantasy more i think in in a monday okay it's not like this huge dramatic thing like My oh, immersion. Ruined. but it's like this low level i don't know kind of discordance when like for example my character right now um is anything but what the actual femme midlander run yeah in. yeah and, oh man oh my gosh every time i do that it makes me die inside <laughs> a little bit and yeah. i would just give anything to be able to choose how my character physically embodies the space um because oh my gosh i love i love like the faces on midlanders and i think they can be cute even if they are maybe the more generic pick but that run every time <laughs> mm-hmm. i just i feel like i have to apologize to my character for it <laughs> Yeah, the, I'm a well, Lala. I run like a toddler in a snowsuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, very cute. Do you, well, I guess <laughs> proportionally, what other options would a Lalafell have? They could do I'm it. Sure. They could what, do it. I mean, could, I, yeah. I need a. I need the general badass Lala poses, right? Because um, I think that Lalas would be absolutely adorable with badass poses. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of instead of looking like a toddler who's having a tantrum. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, let's be real. <laughs> there has been a lot of a lot. Hmm, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this delicately. <laughs> There's been a lot of discussion, both from Final Fantasy 14. Right. We had the whole huge thing about underage mods. We've had whole mm-hmm. discussions about these things. I have friends that role play as Lalafels and literally like have been blacklisted from various RP groups just because they play a Lollafell because people immediately are like, we're not into that weird stuff and we're not into like underage and like, you know, and it's really frustrating because in this world, Lollafells are just another race in the game, right? They Mm -hmm. have their own societies, their own cultures. They obviously have children and reproduce because they're, they are here. (laughs) There are other Lollafells. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so it's one of those things where I feel like the Lalafell emotes were made to be like a cute, charming fantasy race, which isn't uncommon for 14. Mm-hmm. But because so many of them are kind of infantile, it 
only adds to this perception in the community. So yeah, yeah, if they had like other more serious variations, I think that would go a long way to really making them not just like the toddler race and Mm -hmm. actually making them a more serious race. And we have characters that are serious in the game. I mean, Pippin fought in the arena. Pippin is one of my favorite characters in the entire game. And when you look at Pippin or you see Pip new things, he doesn't look silly. I still think he's adorable because they just made him very cute and they give him his long hair. But like anytime I see Pippin, I'm like, no, that's a badass character. He's just short. And that's not like, that's something that they can do. It's just like, are they going to implement it for like player characters as well? Yeah, I mean, yeah. even some of the stuff like there's one of the one of the the, the poses I always see a lot, um, especially when um, some kind of like prominent figure passes away. Right. When people do like the player vigils is that Dark Knight pose with yeah. the sword. Like, I would love to be able to do that, but I can't. <laughs> Can Lollafell that- not stand with their sword like that? No, I it's, think it's it's femme Dark Knight. Is it feminine Dark Knight? Uh, I, I can't remember where it's locked. Dark, maybe it's masculine Dark Knight locked. I can't. It's, well, as as a as a here male, I can't do that. Oh, weird. I forget. It's femme, femme Dark Knight okay. only. Oh, yeah, I yeah. have no idea. I mean, we can't. I guess you guys get Cloud Strife, so like we're weighing <laughs> our options here. <laughs> right. Male characters get to hold it like Cloud, which is sick. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would be nice. It'd be nice to to spread those around, and I, I think the, the the problem would be how you differentiate that in like settings. Like, what kind of mm-hmm. menu system do you have to make for all these different options, right? Uh, yeah, you just have to every time you're like, oh, I want the hands on hip pose. Now you have to cycle through like twenty more to get to it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, you know what they should do. I figured it out. They have it be an option, uh, an interface, just like uh, mounts and minions. You can select favorites and then have it cycle through favorites. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah. Done. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It could just be. So I guess the emotes have like different sections. Like there's like regular, special, like facial ones. If there was one for just like idle poses, yeah. that'd be really easy too, probably. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of posing and stuff. So there's the new pose with the umbrella. But you can also now set umbrellas to be automatically used in certain areas. That is such a weird little thing that they're adding. And I love it. It's so cute. Uh, I wonder wonder if it does it while you're AFK too, though. What if you're like AFK, you still have like the red chair and your character's like, oh, it's raining. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, so so how this will work? It's it's just like a menu setting, and it'll work in they say large settlements, residential districts, the firmament, and island sanctuaries. So like if it starts to rain, your character will just like pull out an umbrella that you set up. Um, I love that. Also, one of the the pictures that they show for this, there's a new umbrella which is like the mm. uh, the kind of the mammoth with like the yep. cat hood that you talk to an island sanctuary. So that's probably so a new excited. island sanctuary okay. uh, reward that you could pick up. Um, they're they're so yeah, pulling me back cool. to Island Sanctuary. That I, I gotta <laughs> convince all the mammoths there that I'm I'm not dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, at least they're like Animal Crossing where they're sassy. They're like, oh my, it's been so long since I've seen you. Like it's you're been six have you since I seen you. Your yeah. hair grew. Did you at change least, your clothes? At <laughs> least we won't have to spend hours picking up weeds. True. Or killing That's... cockroaches. Oh uh, yeah. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, they're also going to allow you to do more things when you have fashion accessories equipped, which is really nice. Uh, yeah. it's, it's such a weird you can, you can craft. Thing. Yeah. 
which I thought was cool. So, like, if you have your wings on, I don't know if they'll do the thing where, like, it goes away and then pops back up when you come out. But it'll be nice to be like, oh, I want to interact with this. And they say, hey, you can't. You have, like, an umbrella out. And you have to be like, okay, close the umbrella then. Click mm-hmm. again. It's uh, even more absurd with, like, the glasses. Like, I have glasses on. I can't do anything. It's like, oh, what? I forgot about the glasses. I know. I still am hoping that one day they'll add some kind of additional thing to our, like, character gear equip or glamour plates or something where you can have certain categories of accessories that just are a part of that. So the wings and Mm -hmm. stuff will just be a part of your glamour and they will just show up even in content and stuff and the glasses because I get why stuff like the umbrellas and things can't, (laughs) but so many other games now have like backpacks and wings and all sorts of other customization options that you can get. So yeah, I feel like it's probably some kind of weird limitation that they, they have or are placing on themselves to where like a character model can only have so many visible objects. Mm. And so they, I feel like the way that the accessories work, it makes me think of, um, I mean, and, it, and it's the same in, in in fourteen as well as it was in like eleven. Like you know, some of like the fireworks that you used to use, right, would give you oh, kind yeah. of like a little effect or like wings or something for a little bit. It feels kind of like that, but it's it just puts wings on you or it puts sunglasses on you, and that's why it's a weird temporary effect thing that has weird restrictions and stuff. I feel like it's probably something in terms of like how much they want to you know be visible on a, on a model at any given time. But um, it would be, yeah, it'd be really nice. I mean, obviously, you know, wings are a little easier to do, right? Because they can clip through whatever and it's fine. But like backpacks, mm-hmm. depending on the gear, that could look a little funky, right? Um, and we know that, you know, they've talked about how they do like capes on gear and stuff before. And, you know, each piece of gear has so many like little like actuation points that they can put on it to make things flow. And, the, you know, the limitations with that. So, yeah, I, it's, I, I think it's great that they're lifting these restrictions on fashion accessories i hope they can just remove them completely um because it's it's a little weird like especially as they've been developing the system and rolling it out it's like mm-hmm. i i you know i'm wearing sunglasses or wings and i can't talk to this person or even even funnier when uh you can like it works with some emotes but not others my favorite yeah. is always to pull up one of the the wing fashion accessories and then do the ultimate emote where you pop up and have wings because then it looks like you have four wings <laughs> I'm yeah, like of all yeah, the yeah. E- of, of all the emotes that these work on, uh, it's so weird. Um, but yeah, that's well, cool and they they're... they just recently made it where you could use some of the dance emotes with the wings. Yeah, because for a while you couldn't, but you could do pantomime with wings, which was so you couldn't do. You can do the dances now, but when I got the like uh, the big scary like demon wings, like right after Endwalker came out, and I bought pantomime, and I was like, you just go through. And you're like, hey, what works? Pantomime works. But you couldn't dance. Can't do can't do bees knees. <laughs> you know, but I can <laughs> climb over a fake wall. Yeah. Um, but you can dance now, which I think is they're just kind of cute. Um, because the way that the wings interact, like if you f- jump from a height, how the wings expand and flap. Yeah. Like that's so cute. Um, that sort of thing. It's like is another small thing, but it makes it it makes it so much fun to just yeah. kind of like exist in Final Fantasy fourteen. We need we need dancing with umbrellas next. I think that's the <gasps> next logical step, right? More of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, magical, physical, and unique damage will now be uh, differentiated in the battle log with an icon. I think this is great. Um, as somebody that has raided with tanks and people are like, well, that's not a physical attack or that's not a magic <laughs> attack. I always go, but how do you know? 
Now you can just look at the battle log and there's that little <laughs> icon that'll tell you, which I think is great. Long overdue, something like that. Um, Definitely. They're also going to show buff and debuff timers uh, on party list now. Uh, so you can see when stuff is going to wear off, which is nice. Uh, and they are unlocking, uh, gender unlocking more gear, which is yeah. always great. Love to see it. Uh, a lot of this is like Valentine's Day stuff. And mm-hmm. I love that they're doing this before Valentine's Day. Um, it was oh, timed yeah, well. That's right. So that's awesome to see. Um, oh, something that uh, somebody in my community brought up that I thought was a really good point is that if you had that gear previously and you got rid of it for whatever reason, but you actually, you know, you're like, oh, I actually would really like that or I'd like this on this character or I fantasia to, uh, you know, masculine character so yeah. I couldn't use it or whatever it is, right? Um, you can go to the Calamity Salvager, and mm-hmm. if you completed that event and received the reward, you'll be able to still get it from them, which I think is really great. I'd honestly love to see them do this for all seasonal events. Yes. On, like, one character, if you complete that event and you get the reward, that reward is unlocked on all your other characters on that account, and you can go to the oh. Calamity Salvager and get it. Because it it's just, like... <sighs> The, the events only happen once a year mm-hmm. and the rewards and things like they don't charge that much for them from the mog station but yeah. at the same time they don't charge that much from them for the mog station so i don't necessarily think they're earning massive 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 revenue from them although it gives them something after the mm-hmm. fact in later years but to me it's like if you were in the game and you played the event, you should be able to get that on any and all characters because it really does stink if like down the road you make a new character and you're like, oh, that reindeer mount would be perfect for this character or something. And then you go, oh, well, I guess I'll just have to pay real money for it next yeah. year, even though I was in the game and I did the event and I can't shuffle that mount. And my mounts aren't account wide. And so I'd love to see them actually do that to kind of, again, even just incentivize people to do that event at all. Um, because I know if I knew that it was going to unlock forever, I'd be doing those events every single time. And sometimes I, I don't know, like something will come up and I'm like, I don't really care about that or I'll forget and I just won't do it. Or, you know, I'll be frustrated that I have to do it five times on five different characters just to try and get yeah. the thing. So I would, I would love them to just to open that up even further. Cause I mean, right now, usually when there's an event with like a, a furnishing, I always buy like at least four because if I don't, then I'm going to have to like pay real money for it. And it's just silly. I mean, the, the, the worst example of this was back. Remember the back of the day when housing was still kind of in its infancy. Like if you replaced the wallpaper that the, the previous wallpaper was gone. Oh. It just deleted it. They had event wallpaper. There was like special Halloween wallpaper oh and Christmas gosh. wallpaper. And Especially for like for that kind of stuff when people like decorate their houses for the season, right? And it's gone. Yep. Wow, that seems insane. Yeah. But I guess it's just something they didn't think about. Yeah. 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 So I would I would love it if if you have the achievement of, you know, completing the thing. Give us give us either, you know, throw it on the, the Calamity Salvager NPC, give us a few more dozen menus to sort through on that NPC. <laughs> or give us give us some kind of like a seasonal salvager and just let us buy the stuff. From mm-hmm. those previous, uh, you know, you can charge, you know, ten thousand gil, hundred thousand gil per thing, whatever, you know, if if you feel like it's going to be an issue. But like, yeah, like the idea of like, I'd love to decorate for Halloween and put up some like Halloween wallpaper in my house, but I'm not paying five dollars for it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just yeah. it's it's weird. 
Especially if it gets destroyed and you have to pay $5 every year. to. Yeah. to well, luckily not anymore because if you take yeah. wallpaper down, it just gives you the wallpaper. But yeah, back back then, that's how things... That thing, I, I like to think of all these old houses just having layers and layers of wallpaper just smacked onto their walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. just It's like a HDV show. Like, wow, look under here. <laughs> yeah, you, you chip it away. Wow, hardwood floor. You chip it away again. Wow, stone tile. You chip, <laughs> it's just like 10 layers of... <laughs> Um, we're going to get a new custom delivery NPC. Uh, this is Andin, um, which is one of the people the Pixies turned into one of those little shrub people in Ilmeg. He's a bush. I love He's him. Bush. I love him so much. Can he, we, if we can't so put hats on him, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I don't know how we're going to dress him. Maybe we can just put a hat on it. Yeah, I or know, like, but diet colors. <laughs> maybe you can. Maybe you can use something unusual like crafting mats or something like flowers that you can stick on him or give him give him give him like broom hands or or maybe maybe we turn him into a real boy at the end of the quest and then oh my gosh i didn't even think about that what if we're what if we're fixing him (gasps) i wonder i because that's been a long-standing holdover of that zone right yeah as the warrior of light you walk through there and you find out the pixies turned a bunch of people fleeing the devastation of their realm into bushes and you're just like that seems fine. And you just yeah, walk not away. my problem. I fixed what I was here to fix. I, okay. I have so many other problems right now. I cannot <laughs> deal. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going to use that as a way to like continue the story with the pixies and yeah, maybe be, bring some resolution that be wild to that. If they did that, they just turned all of them into all the NPCs into well, real people at the end. That'd be cool. It'd be cool. Or all the little bushes. Or at least, at I least, would love that. At least this one, like, because I think there's there's some of the dailies where you have to go and like you you like touch up like the the people that are like the, the bush oh, people yeah. you're like you trim you them up and trim, stuff trim yeah the flowers. I'm like, you're getting a little overgrown over here yeah, be, yeah. but curious. it also would be terrible if you were able to reverse even one of them but then you didn't reverse the others so i don't know maybe they would adapt those quests all i can say though is that if they make it so that you can put every hat in this game on that bush but they don't do that for Veer and rothgar I'm gonna have some words. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe this is the unexpected lead-in into the next expansion story, right? We 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 save Andon from his his bushy uh, predicaments, but then mm-hmm. there's like another one off on the side that's like, but they didn't save me, and that's like he's the villain going forward for the next expansion. That's the next ultimate is Bush. Just, yeah, <laughs> just like an angry plant. Bush is the next ultimate. Yeah. You I'm can't ch- just say that, Tori. <laughs> you can't just drop that and walk away like it's not hilarious. <laughs> uh, I heard it here. <laughs> if it is, you know, I'll take my I'll take my sixty day playtime card. You know. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm an adult and I'm never inappropriate. I don't no, think so. no, no, no. <laughs> just mature. I'm just imagining yeah. this this arena now. You just walk in and it's just like the face, like, and it's just standing there. It's like, <laughs> oh, fusion, you sweet summer child. That is not what I thought. Oh, no, I know. I know it's not. I know it's not. But, like, I'm just, I'm imagining, like, phrasing aside, I like, mean, what kind of attacks would Bush have? It would right. kind of work. I mean, because I, I often say when we, we go into we go into trials, we go into battles and we run into bosses and I'm like, some of these boss designers really have mommy issues. Um, 
And a surprising amount of feet. Like, the amount of detailed feet bosses have. A lot of feet up in this game. 100%. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be that out of line. I get it. It wouldn't be that out of line. I mean, Chaos just had one crotch face. He just had a face on his crotch. The next time you go in for the Chaos Fighter, you go in for Omega Ultimate. Have fun with that. Just as if you look for it, because you'll find it as soon as I I say that. I can't say that I remember it. I I also, you know, I don't know that I was actively going in and looking at Chaos's crotch, but you You know, you do you. You cannot unsee it. Once you know about it, it's just like, it's because you're like crotch level the whole time. (laughs) Those are the worst. The ones that you can't unsee once you find them. It's like the, the, what is the, the GoldenEye box art for 64. If you if you look at it, it's Pierce Brosnan, but then he's aiming his gun, and the way the shadow of his mouth moves to the the top of like his hand, it looks like he just has a really wide mouth. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Go look it up. Gold nice N sixty four. You're welcome. All right, Anton, the good little Trump person. I am excited yeah. about this. I actually did not do any custom deliveries ever until. Oh. Um, the adorable little, the cute little dragonette, because yeah. I love her. Okay. She's so cute. And I found out that there was a baby dragon mount, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's it. Did you, that's did it. you, I gotta do did it. you do Ameliants? I have done Ameliants okay. since then. Okay. But I wasn't really, I wasn't really that invested in crafting gathering, and I've been trying to make an effort. And this is like my ongoing journey coming out of Endwalker and moving forward to keep doing it because um, I just started to scratch the surface and I just completed some of my first custom deliveries. And I have to say, I actually find them really charming, and I think they're super yeah. worth it. Even if you're not a big crafter gatherer, they give you more lore and like yeah. character stuff, and you get some really cute interactions. And it adds a little something more to just do and look forward to when you log in. And it's kind of frustrating when you first are trying to figure out how in the what collectibles work, and you're like, "Why does it keep failing? What do you mean? I'm just trying to make a box lunch." I mean, great. I mean, doing <laughs> collectibles on most classes makes sense. Like I was doing what I first did. My first uh, customer deliveries was Kai Shearer because I'm a cat boy enjoyer. And they said, hey, you can dress him up. I said, sign me up. And I did it on botanist and like getting collectibles on botanist and minor kind of makes sense. And then I was leveling Fisher and I was like, oh, I'll go give some stuff to Kai Shearer. Getting collectibles on Fisher does not make any sense. I had to look up so many guides, like Twitter people on Twitter, like here's how you do custom deliveries, and I'm like, what fishing doesn't make sense? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm better now because I got I got Fisher leveled up, but it definitely like starting. I was like, this is so much harder than botanist. I was like, I just like hitting plants. <laughs> You're not wrong. I had the same thing. I literally I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying fishing, and I really want to try and get more experience and like get more into it because I started. Um, you know, like getting excited about the fishing lore and all the different things you could find with the fish. And so I tried the exact same thing. I was like, I'm going to do my fisher on custom deliveries. And I think I spent an hour running around. Like, I'm in the place where I'm supposed to get the fish for this, right? And I was like trying to the figure out. The only way you know where to go is the comments on, it's not even the actual posts from Final Fantasy. It's the comments from people like, I was here during this time with this weather, with this. And I was like, okay, thank you, kind stranger. So it's, it's interesting because, like I say, I love farming simulators and things like this. So I'm an omni crafter gatherer um, <laughs> because it, it and also because I, I have that weird goal in life to be to have collected all the mounts and minions that are in game and collectible. Um, and and I. Put other, I put extra restrictions on myself. Like I can't buy them off the market board. 
I can't get them out of loot boxes. I have to get them the original way. Wow. Ooh, for dedication. It's, no, it's fine for everybody else, but it's like meta gaming for me. So I put those extra restrictions on myself. You're doing a challenge uh, run. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and and so like the the custom deliveries, I I absolutely love. And I have to ask, um, if y'all did the Amelia's custom deliveries, did y'all dress her? Yeah, I did. I didn't. You didn't, Brooke? Well, I felt like I couldn't look. I felt like I couldn't look <laughs> my sweet children in the eye <laughs> after being like, going to be mad." No, I didn't want to look them in the eye and be like, "Your mom wanted to get it on with your dad, so I put her in fishnets because I thought maybe he'd be into it." Like, I just didn't want to do that to them, you know. So I was like, "Girl, you sort out your lingerie situation. I, I'll give you know, I'll support you. I'll support you." I'll look at her a gift card. for a digital You're not gonna thing. Go I'll buy, buy a gift card. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I'm not going to literally hand them to you and be like, put on this bunny suit and go get get it on with your husband. See, I, I, did, the, I did the summer outfit with like the, the floral skirt and the big sun hat because That's I finished cute. those quests during the summer. So I just started dressing her for the seasons. Like for Christmas, she was in like a sweater and some dress pants. Because like, that looks like a mom outfit, you know? Mm-hmm. What did you yeah. pick, Zafista? I put her in um a red the red Thavnarian gear. Ooh. Oh okay. The the one with the, the poofy sleeves? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think for me, when I when I finished it, I didn't really have a lot on me. So I just <laughs> dyed the jacket she gave me red and gave it to her. So now she just looks like an adult Alice. <laughs> oh, Wait, that's Speaking perfect. About mommy issues in this game. Way to just give give Alice so many fusion. <laughs> Way to do it. Um, I do actually see in chat, and I want to toss this out. A question for Safista: What is the rarest mount that you have so far? I don't know if the it's the rarest, but I can tell you which one was the most difficult for me to get. Um, and it was nightmare. Oh, it was nightmare. I had to um, run those extreme trials probably a couple of hundred times to get nightmare to drop. Um, And then like since then, um, like in my community, we do runs all the nothing's laughing. Um, We uh, (laughs) we do we do runs all the time to like help folks get um, get mounts. We just do mountain minion run nights. um, and then I started doing mountain run nights to help people get nightmare. Nugget laughed because the first time I took her in for her very first run, nightmare dropped. Oh, the pain. Yeah. Oh, suffering. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Just as soon as the story started, I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first time. Wow, that's great. <laughs> good, good for She's you. Like, How is this so hard? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Easy. It's See, tough. I, I have that same luck. I'm usually the one that ends up getting it. It's like, oh, the mount dropped, rolls a 96. <laughs> have a nice day. And I'm that person. So I feel so bad because. You um, remember those days. Yeah, it was horrible. I was running like every day. I would just sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to do 10 runs or 20 runs and see oh. if it drops. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's brutal. You hate to see it. <laughs> so tough. <laughs> 
I it's tough too because I feel like there's those moments when you're a veteran player and maybe there is this thing like whether or not you're somebody that works on it in a dedicated way or not but you're like oh yeah in the back of my mind I always think yeah sure I'd like to have nightmare and then just for funsies a new friend starts playing and they're like I heard there are these horses that drop and you're like oh yeah we'll go run and you start running them and then nightmare drops out of nowhere and you sit there like Okay. You're not really going to roll on that, are you? <laughs> no, you're like, now as a good friend, I want my friend to be excited about this. I, I brought them in here to do this, but I also want to be like, don't touch that. That's not for you. <laughs> I earned this. I you earned just showed up. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> All right, what's next here, Jim? Oh, uh, I mean. <laughs> derailing, sorry. Changes to, no, the fi- I mean... changes to the fish guide. Oh, good. We just completed that. Yeah. 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 Uh, So prime locations of fish, uh, more fish per page. Uh, It'll show the weather, the time, specific conditions, all that stuff. Just all the info uh, will be right there. So uh, one of my favorite things for this patch that they showed off during the last live letter, there is a new UI theme. It is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. Yes, I have never used I the UI thing that's like the default one is cute, and I really like the like blue one, the like classic Final Fantasy one that they're saying. But it was the contrast on it was so, so stark that it really bright. kind of bothered me. Yeah. yeah, but this one's like it's a good match of like it still looks Final Fantasy y, like it it looks like the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is I think what they intended it to look yeah. like. It's so pretty. Yeah, it's got that so nice good. gradient. It's not like obnoxiously blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm like I said, I've been playing Final Fantasy games for 20 odd years. So I had to go with the classic blue and I don't know that I can give it up. <laughs> and that's you, know, you don't for, have to. for us. It's yeah. for the people who are not cool enough to stay yeah. true to the, the weak people. Yeah, weak. for us. <laughs> we're weak cuz we're not Vieira anymore. We're weak cuz we can't use the classic theme. We're not a cool Olafell, you know. We can't help the way we are. You're just so much stronger. It's fine. It's all right. It's good. Um, or no, just I... old and set in my ways. One of the two. <laughs> okay. No, just cool. Just cool. Just cool. Just cool. I mean, I, I'm glad they're doing this. I hope, I see in chat, like, can we get a new UI theme that isn't blue or bright? Or, And I do, I really want them to add some more UI themes in that maybe aren't just cosmetic. Because mm-hmm. I've actually, this was, this was such a surprising thing to me, I think. But not really, because, I mean, accessibility in games is really important, right? But, like, in the last year, I have had at least four people I know who are like, um, two who were like, I'm dyslexic, and I actually find it really, really, really difficult in this game because I can't adjust the font size, I can't change the type of font, I can't do anything. It's really hard. For as much as the rest of the UI is really actually very cu- like customizable, that's a really strange thing that kind of affects people. And then two other friends who um, just have ADHD, and they're like, you know, my partner is the same, where like they're trying to go through all this stuff, and it's like, I have tuned out after three panels. I oh my gosh, how many more paragraphs are there going to be? And like, there's a lot of ways that that can be helped. But a big thing as well is even just conditioning something to the right formatting in such a way that it it 
breaks it up or the the text or the font or the size or the color contrast for some people as well. Like all of those things can help. So I hope that they start expanding some of these options as well to having things like a large font UI theme or a like stuff like that or an alternate font style text I mean, style theme or the wild thing when I, when when you talk about changing fonts, you could do that in 1.0. <laughs> really yeah oh. and and it was it was like the the cool like like immersed hipster kid thing to do to change all your default fonts to the eorzean font oh god oh my gosh like, like we've had we've had anonymous <laughs> on here before that's how that he did that to help learn the alphabet he like okay. i couldn't I, there's no I, I changed it to it and it was it lasted like two minutes i'm like i can't do this but yeah you can do that in 1.0 um and obviously like i don't know how their their UI is programmed, right? I mean, the the way you know because it takes so long just to get different themes. When you know you think of like an old Final Fantasy game, there was just like a color slider, and you could just change whatever you wanted. But there's so many different layers to the UI, so many different elements, so many different windows. Um, so uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see those changes. It'd also be nice to see them change the the PvP window styles because those are just the light yeah. window like theme like. And they, yeah, they yeah. you know, it's it's still weird. Like it's still the light theme, but I have this other. It's I don't know. It's weird. Well, it feels weird they, anytime I open up. There a are a game lot window. of UI elements that are themed. So like custom deliveries. Each of the custom deliveries yeah. person's page is themed for them, which I actually think is a really cool sort of like lore thing. Like oh, we well, are talking to Emiliance. Hers look. She has like handwritten notes on hers versus the El Tool, the the dragon. She can't write, so it's like, uh, you know, which is just hilarious. She's um, a baby. She's, she's a baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does make that some of those, I think the decorative things being different makes a lot of sense. Like maybe the PVP stuff should just have like your like banner that you chose. Like if you're like, oh yeah, I use the, like I'm from uh, Limsa. So like mine would be the red one, right? You could just pick whatever like city state you wanted. It'd be something cool like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but this new clear blue theme is actually very pretty. I like it. It's cute. Yeah. It's pretty. It's very nice. Uh, Waymark save slots. Remember when they added that because people were botting Waymarks in the middle of fights, and then they're <laughs> like, "All right, you can't you can't do this during fight, but we'll let you save five different arrangements." And we were all like, "Ooh, great! Wow, that's fantastic! That'll yeah. help a lot." Square. Uh, they've increased the save slots from five to thirty. That's <laughs> so, so cool. Even when I was like just starting raiding at the end of Shadowbringers, I was like, why can you only have five? Like, what are you supposed to do? Just like make sure you always raid with all your friends and they have all the other ones? Like, well, I mean, you people, yeah. you know, any group at any other time is they're only going to be doing five different fights, right? They're not going to go and do other content or, sure, you know, never. so, so why does that matter, sure. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with like, okay, this is a, an unconventional use because using them in raids and stuff, super important. But also, um, when you're doing like mentor roulettes, mm-hmm. when you come across any of those extremes and every time you're just trying to get those out as fast as you can because you know somebody's just going to run in because they think it's the same as normal mode and you're like, oh, you don't know what pain is coming for you. And you're just trying to get something on the field to help them. I mean, yeah, I think that'll be good. Um, I'm really glad they're expanding them. It's definitely needed. I really hope eventually they undo the you can't change them during fights, though, because it really is a hassle and when you have multi-phase fights it's super annoying and <laughs> i really i really find it uh, di- difficult and be- because i do a lot of mentor roulettes 
there are moments where I am like in, I'm not in voice with, you know, people. I, I can't cue even in as a group for mental roulettes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I'm trying to explain to somebody like in the moment, again, because it's chaos and I'm saying like, you need to go over to here to where the thing is, to the mm -hmm. thing. And mm -hmm. I literally cannot put like, go to A and like put an A down immediately, you know, mm -hmm. or like, like stand out of range, it's here. So I know why they had to remove it, but I hope they change that. But I'm really glad yeah. that at least we are getting so many more now. So you have more saving like settings and save yeah. states you can use. Yeah. Uh, from the people that brought you wave, Waymark save slots, uh, we're getting those duty record changes for, for 6.3. These are always fun uh, because the fights always are irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> so right now in 6.2, you can duty record the Mother Crystal. Oh, yeah. A4S and Aglaia. They're going to change this with 6.3. So now you can record the Mother Crystal. S still. Aglaia. Still. And A8S. I, so I have a noob question. What is the point of the duty record? So so they they introduced duty record as kind of a thing to to help people learn fights it, it was their way of like parsing without parsing it's like like a replay but it, replay. does it show you like moving so Is yeah it, it, it basically records where everybody moves and you could basically review it footage mm -hmm. of it to to help okay. with progression uh so i don't know about you Alexander. i don't know about people in the chat i am no longer progressing the Heidelin fight from 6.0 <laughs> nor am i proggy nor does anyone prog a 24-man <laughs> alliance raid uh I, my claim to fame is i have like a random like pink parse on an aglaia run that someone did at some point and i'm like look guys i'm a raider hey there you that. go yeah and I was, wasn't my parse but you know <laughs> Yeah, at least at least A8S like it's it's kind of late to the party at this point, but there are like I'm I'm we're still on like 7. So that's fine. Like some people will get used out of that, but like the duty record stuff should always just be like the current tier savage. Like and maybe the the EX trial at the time, but like stuff from two patches like what are you doing square? I know. It it's make weird. Any I sense. I love the concept of the duty record even just from the perspective of like i don't know i want to do some kind of project i'm going to take a whole bunch of people in and we're going to get we'll have all the footage captured mm -hmm. of all the different perspectives and we can see this and it'd be fun or even just for like silly friend runs or stuff like that like it doesn't have to just be a progging tool but obviously that's why it was implemented right yeah but i mean yeah we've talked about it like the idea of it is really cool as a tool in game, but as it is, it's so limited that it really does not have relevance for people. I would, largely. I would actually like, use it if if it was on on relevant content, but it's just it's always so behind and so obscure. Like, I'm curious. Like, obviously, Square Enix has the data, right? I don't have the data of how many people are going through Mother Crystal. Or how many people are doing duty record in the Mother Crystal trial? They have those numbers. They, going by those numbers, think that this is still worthwhile. So, okay. But... I don't know. It's very <sighs> weird. I see in chat, like, what's the point of any restriction on duty recording? And I have to agree. If it's you're gonna uh, have duty recording server-side server memory, I believe. 
was oh, okay. because it's all the data that it has to save for those replays. I think that's what uh, well, the limitation like, is. is. That's the thing, though. Why can't you do all the content and then just kind of like your Palace of the Dead runs and things only have so many save slots for footage recording? And then you just delete them when you're yeah. done. But like, I mean, make it a tool so that everything in the game you can if your group all consents and agrees to go in and does it you can use that in whatever way i mean even if they only wanted to restrict it to like extremes and savage raids or something right mm-hmm. because they want it to be an yeah. end game focused tool at least have the entire repertoire of all of that yeah like, that there. should be that should be the bare minimum is the the t- current tier of savage and whatever you know the last patch of extreme trials is like that should be the bare minimum for this sure. tool that they introduced to help people to proc. Yeah. Do it for everything, though. Because if you're a new player and you go back and your group is doing Titan X for the first time or something, make it so that you can yeah. still see that. And your friends can help you and be like, okay, so you see how in this second you moved over here and that's where the bomb exploded? I died to that five billion times as a new player because I was so excited about doing Endgame. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do Titan Extreme first. <laughs> like, oh, yes. It. And I literally couldn't even see the bombs that were going on. Even even Titan Normal when it first came out was like, well, I hope you have a good connection. Um, yeah, it's it would be nice to have that for everything. Um, yeah. And then yeah, maybe just have so many saves and people have to. Or maybe with it. maybe save it locally, but that that opens up a whole other can of worms. I know for for yeah. that kind of stuff, but hopefully hopefully they'll I don't know. I, it's it's cool that they added it, but like nobody uses it because it's like anyway. Uh, portraits. Rook, you wanted to talk about portraits. Here it is on the outline in bold. It says portraits. There's some bullet points. This is your time. Oh, I'm so happy. It seems like everybody's happy by the the expressions here. I mean, yes, I'm so happy about this. We were all hoping that they would expand it to this, right? It makes so much sense when you spend time getting all of this together and taking pictures and posing your character and all kinds of stuff. It's so cute. And I love this because there are going to be new accents and poses added for um, the portraits as they exist. But now portraits will also show at any and all duty start. So if you're going into a duty, you'll be able to see whether it's a dungeon or a 24-man, although they did stipulate that for 24-mans, you'll only see the portraits of your specific Your your screen will not fill of 24 (laughs) different portraits. Because that's Um, what I would do at the start of things anyway. I'd be like, ooh, let's go look at adventure plates. Because I I just thought they were cool. And so now I can be nosy with less clicking. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, this was was one of the things, too, when they first introduced the portraits for for Just Crystal and Conflict. All of us here were like, they need to add these for regular duties and use this for commendations. And now here we are. Duties and commendations. Yep, exactly (laughs) that. So, yep, they also are adding them for commendations at the end of the duty. Now you'll see those portraits, although I think they also said that this is something that you can choose to disable in the UI Mm. if you don't want to see it or you feel like it's, you know, too bulky or you just want to get out. But honestly, I mean, give people comms. You even get achievements for giving them and people get, you know, people get their money. And you get I money. Make, yeah. I make Gil every week from the challenge log for what is like doing your duty, executing the right or whatever. I make like 10,000 Gil a week from just being like, here you go. You didn't die or you did <laughs> die, but you were nice, you know, like. <laughs> and now yeah. and now it's a fashion contest. You have <gasps> the best portrait I have ever seen. Yes. 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 Or, I mean, or a- that is a pose. You get the car. <laughs> it's a great yeah. way to still get to like express your personality in the game. And I just am so happy that they're putting this in. I also feel like it's great because 
And we have to see like how this goes, right? Because um, they haven't really bridged fully into adding in, this is what I was going to circle back to earlier. They haven't fully bridged into adding in a bunch of portrait and adventurer plate customizations into just regular duty mm-hmm. like content, right? So it's not like they went in and added retroactively to a whole bunch of dungeons, unique borders and stuff that you can get from them. So right now, primarily the way that you get a lot of those cosmetics is through PVP. And I mean, even in our current track that's going away um, by two, Tuesday, there's a ton of, there's like a couple in there. There are mm-hmm. some, uh, a ton that you can get from the actual PvP vendor and stuff like that. And so while I hope that they do maybe expand it to more stuff as well, because I think it's just such a great customization thing and there's going to be a lot of demand for it. I also kind of like, and I'm curious, I don't know if you have thoughts, if all of you have thoughts on this, but I kind of like the idea, and I know this is going to be very controversial, that a lot of those might come from stuff like PvP because the PvP queues have been a huge issue. And so, like, having some kind of, like, robust or additional unique reward that comes from PvP, I think, is important to incentivizing players to do it. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you don't want it to be something where it's, like, making people, like, forcing people to do content that's, like, really awful or that they might really hate or but i don't think that's the case i think i think pvp is really fun right now with the reworks and i don't want to see it just fall to the wayside so i this is this is what i've been thinking about in that i hope that now that they're visible across the board more it might even get more people to try how they did all this rework with pvp because they know they can get new options yeah no i mean it's right if if there's been one constant right it's that glamour is the end game of Final Fantasy 14. And now we have these portraits showing up in even more places. So people are going to say, "Oh, hey, where did where did you get that little like decoration? Oh, I have to do a little bit of PVP to get it." Yeah, all right, I'll do that. So I think, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a good way to to kind of get people to to try out other content. I think it'll be you know, like you said earlier, it lets people express themselves. I think you know, for so long, I mean, and and this will probably still be the case even after the this patch, but you get into your expert roulette. Sometimes people will say hi. Sometimes they don't. It's just, you just go in, you do the thing, it's over. But now if you go in and there's like portraits and you have like some goofy stuff or like like a really cool pose, people might talk a little bit more. Um, and so I think that's that's cool. That's always a cool thing. I'm always that person that's telling people I love their outfits as we're running towards the first mob. I'm like, you look super. I will, in Alliance Raids too, I slash follow just someone. And then I'm like, I'm going to look at everyone's plates while we're like running to the first thing. Because I do think it's cool. And I, I'm examining people and trying on clothes. And that's one of my favorite things is glamour. But not like, a, oh, I want to make a good glamour. It's just really cool to see all the things you can get. And the adventure plates and portraits are such a cool little thing. Because like you can get... Uh, I think they're for the portraits too, but you can get adventure plate things for doing like the ultimates, which is like, that is like end game content. But you open up these adventure plates and they take up the entire screen and there's giant gears on the side. And it's, it's just this really cool, like extra stuff that are you missing out on anything by not having that? No, but you can go try this thing that you would have never tried because someone was like, Oh, where do you get that shiny thing from? Uh, It's just, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's it's a great idea because there's a lot of content in the game that I never would have tried if there wasn't something locked behind that content that I wanted. Especially, like I said, for me, it's mounts and minions and just kind of general achievements. So a lot of times it's like, oh, well, if I want to do this, then I have to do this. But I never thought I would do that. And then I do it and I'm like, hey, this is kind of fun. Um, And you don't, nobody's forcing you to do it. I Mm. mean, and it's, it's not stuff that, you know, you will, your game will suffer if you don't have. 
It's just cosmetic stuff for the most part. So yeah, I I I love that idea. Yeah, because yeah, I I never wanted to play tank. I thought tank was really scary. And then they showed me that you could get uh, a mount for doing high end duties as Dark Knight. I was like, oh well, let's go do. I'm let's go let's go do high end duties right now because I was like, oh, there's a mount back there. Let's go get that. <laughs> so I definitely had that same thing too. And I it it made me branch out because I was only playing DPS because I was like, if I mess up, we probably don't lose. Uh, and then I finally started getting more comfortable and there were things I was like, oh, well, there's a bunch of healer glams that are really cool. So I was like, well, I'm going to play healer. So I'm going to get healer glams, you know, and doing tank achievements to get mounts. It's just it's nice. It, ma it made it to where like something where I might not have tried. I was like, oh, there's something cool behind it. I'll try yeah. it. And I usually end up liking it. Yeah, I'm a I mean, tank that's... by nature, so but that's that's the by na it, like even in real life. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the reason that I rolled a, a white mage was to get the unicorn mount. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, it's it's one of those things where I think they're always so conscious about this in fourteen as well, and to the benefit of the community, where they don't want people to feel as though they are excluded from being able to you know, get something they really want or that's really cool just because they something might not appeal to them or they have bad anxiety about doing something or, you know, things like that. So I think they're always really conscious about that. But I totally agree with what both of you are saying. There also has to be a reason or something that motivates you to try stuff that might be out of your comfort zone. And one of the things I always tell people about particularly 14 is if you've played it for a long time and you're going oh, I don't know what I do. There's like nothing to do in the game and like nothing is out. I'm like, well, what's something that you've never tried in the game? Like there are, of course, a few players that have done everything. They the bring out like the mile long it. list of things that they haven't done yet. <laughs> yes, but yeah. there's so many times that people go, well, I've never actually gotten, tried to get all the stuff from the mm -hmm. Mandeville Gold Saucer or I never actually did the Hildebrand quests or I never tried tanking and I guess there are those mounts that I could get or, you know, whatever it is where I really think that at some point in any game that you're playing, you have to step out of that comfort zone because you might discover that your love of the game is much bigger than you ever gave it credit and that there's a lot of other stuff that you are going to fall in love with or you're going to have your own journey with. Or, hey, maybe you do pick it up and you're like, eh, and then you like don't, you're like, I won't do any more of this. But it still gives you a broader perspective of what it means to play Final Fantasy XIV. And that knowledge one day might help somebody else that you're introducing to the game. Or, you know, you might come back to it at a different time and go, actually, I really love this now. I don't know why it didn't click last time. And that's one of the big things that I think makes an MMO special. Your journey with the game is as big as you let it be, you know, like even going as far as to get into role playing or stuff that's beyond the actual just given to you content in the game there's so much to get involved with from the community and from the developers and um it's definitely worth exploring yeah you know and, and along those same lines too like especially you know the idea of like tanksiety right it's a real thing <laughs> I, I i was never really big on the idea of tanky but then they're like would you like final fantasy 8 gunblades i was like yes as a tank um okay <laughs> would you like a really cool like techno sage healer i mean that sounds fun um but you know it's it's one of those things like it's just try it like it's it takes yeah. a while to get there right sometimes but just give it a try um one of the things uh they're adding with this patch as well and i'm trying to to, to scroll there's so many patch notes everybody um they're adding more uh duty supported and uh dungeons uh oh, npc yeah. supported dungeons um so you know, you don't even have to play with real people if you want to mm -hmm. try out a healer or a tank for the first time. 
Um, so that's that you know. was the one of the things that one of my one of my coworkers started playing. He was like, I don't really like it, and I was like, Well, hey, once you get up to Shadowbringers, you don't have to play with people. If you like purely or just like I just don't really like interacting. If that makes you uncomfortable, or if you feel like any sort of anxiety, you can literally just play with your NPCs, and they made that its whole mini game too, because you level them up and they yeah. get stuff like that. Yeah, so definitely, definitely check those out if that's you know if you want to learn something new. And it, it gets trickier too, right? Because as the expansions come out, the jobs release at certain levels, and it's <laughs> yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, we're getting a lot of changes to retainers as well. Uh, these oh, yeah. are really nice. So um, the ability to cast glamours and die items uh, are now just on the retainer menu. So if you want to glam them up, that'll be a little easier. Uh, this I'm one so is excited. this one is really cool. <laughs> You can now entrust duplicates uh, of items in your inventory that can be stacked with those in your retainer's inventory. So you push a button and it's like, all right, it scans your retainer. It scans your inventory and says, all right, this is what you have that your retainer already has. And you can just stack them and it just it just does a bar, just one sends it over. And that's awesome. I love that. We needed that for so long. <laughs> <laughs> We needed that. Yeah. We needed that. Especially with certain retainers being a paid feature. Yeah. You yeah. should be able to stack stuff in them, you know? Well, I mean, you could before, but now it'll tell you what you have that that mm. can stack to, to better consolidate your inventory. So if you're somebody okay. like, like Rook that has just items all over the place in her inventory and it's not clean whatsoever, this might be a really good feature to help kind of clean and organize that yeah might it be fusion it might, no, it might, be. Right. It I, might be i can't even argue with no. you you are so right no. so wait okay hold on because i actually hadn't gotten into all the details of this they're not saying then that like if you have two of the same gloves or something that you can it will now automatically stack no them. no 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 um, so this 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 is saying like if you open up your retainer um and let's say like your retainer has three potions just regular ass potions just in there and you have some potions on you it'll be like hey this retainer has potions you can move them over and it'll I that see. way okay. you know okay. so i think yeah, yeah. yeah rather than having to search through your inventory to find it you can click on it in your retainer's inventory and say like entrust all or whatever yeah and then it'll it'll uh, search yeah. through the inventories and then automatically okay. transfer okay. the stuff over yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am super organized with my retainers i have different retainers that have div but I'm like I have like what five or six retainers. So but I have different retainers that hold different things. Mm -hmm. Um just because I I I'm very kind of a ducks in the row kind of person with some kinds of things. And because I do so much crafting and gathering and I need to be able to see where my stuff is. But yeah. I really like that idea. Uh, even though I know when I'm in a retainer that it's in there because then I can just do it without like looking through pages to see yeah. where what page it's on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mine used to be organized. <laughs> I, I I mean I'm the same way. I don't I don't I don't I'm not like an omni crafter. I have most of them leveled up higher. But um, at one point I had a medium sized house, and then I transferred servers, which means I had all this stuff in storage that then needed to go somewhere. <laughs> and I just never got rid of the retainers. Now they're all full, so I can't get rid of any of them. Shove it all in the retainer. But like I have I have like I have like the one retainer that's just all materia, and yep. then some of them have. <laughs> were furniture ones but now they also have a little bit of gear and they're just they're kind of all over the place but yeah i have i have a dedicated retainer for gear he's the only one that makes any sense the other two mm. are housing and all of the tomes 
And then like sometimes when I get food from quests for like MSQ quests, I'm like, I can't use that. I can't throw it away. It goes to my retainer because I have acknowledged that that thing has sentimental value. And I, I can't drink that goat's milk. It meant something to the person who gave it to me and I can't throw it away. So it's in that retainer. And yeah. that retainer, we don't talk about that one, but the, the gear one is is organized. He makes F- it. Fun- funny enough, my most organized retainer is the one that I named after Rook. <gasps> What sheer irony. What what even? Wow. What a world. Um all right, housing. This is it. This is this is the last bit on the outline. But if there's anything else uh that you wanted to bring up or if uh chat if there's anything else you wanted to to hear our thoughts on, let us know as we get into this. More housing wards. Yay! Great. Um you all know my thoughts about housing wards. And instance housing and all that stuff. So we'll we'll try not go too dark, you know, too far down that rabbit hole. Uh, they are adding wards twenty five through thirty. Uh, the lottery will start on Sunday, January fifteenth. For that, um, the way that they're going to distribute the the lottery stuff, uh, ward twenty five will be free companies only. Uh, ward thirty will be private buyers only. And then 26 through 29 will be for both FC and private buyers. So if you're a private buyer that wants a large house, good luck. It's not It's not going to happen. Not when you're Never. fighting entire free companies. There's, there's no way. Yeah. No yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad. I'm really glad. I wasn't expecting that they would add so many wards at this point. So I'm very happy about that. But like we said, there's bigger issues with housing. They really need to address if they want it to be something that all players can enjoy and engage with when they're ready and when they, you know, have the time, money, resources um, that the game requires of it. So, like, again, it's not really a full solution, and there will be many people who come out of this very disappointed again. Um, There'll be many people who are very happy and very excited, and they finally got the spots, which is great. Um, But, yeah, I hope, I really hope they just keep thinking about this and are thinking about it, because you got to make it so that everybody can do this if they the, want and the, yeah the idea it. of of having the majority of the wards for for fc and private buyers is just like there are still plenty of fc only wards on multiple worlds that still don't have like that still have vacancies and mm-hmm. so it's just uh, yeah i don't it's rough it's a band-aid solution to a bigger problem and hopefully one of these days maybe they'll fix it uh, on the brighter side of things there's going to be a new housing glam that turns your house into a hot spring. It's so cute. So cute. I cannot I wait. Love I, I love it. I love this, it. This might finally get me to change. I've been using the, uh, like the armorer style house glam for a while, <laughs> but now hot spring. And there's like a new, like little, like falling water partition. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to redecorate. Good. I'm going to have to redecorate good. a little bit. There's an otter fountain. That new little water table is so oh, adorable. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot yeah. of really cool stuff coming. Uh, so make the sure the furnishings are fun. Yeah, check out the yeah. the, the prelim uh, patch notes for all that. They have a, all the different uh, new stuff that's coming out for that. Um, and they also are adding a thing where you can preview uh, portraits in oh, the house yeah. finally too, which is it's couldn't really do that before unless it was like a predetermined like mm-hmm. painting thing. But now with the frames and mm-hmm. stuff, it sounds like there will be a way to to preview that a little easier. So that's really cool. Um, uh, and I think I think that's it. I think was that was that every? I mean, was that most of everything? There's still like a million other things we haven't talked about. But. <laughs> I, it was a it was a hefty patch, and so some of this stuff actually isn't coming out till three point one or three six six point three one or six point three five. So not yeah. all of them are coming out on Tuesday. 
Yeah. But still. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, we'll we'll eventually we'll have Hildebrand stuff. We will get <laughs> uh, the new uh, deep dungeon, uh, the Eureka Orthos deep dungeon. That's that's going to be mm-hmm. a, a point five. I think I don't even was it even in here? I don't remember seeing it. Mm-mm. No, yeah. I don't yeah, think so they mentioned just, it in this. They didn't even list it in here. But yeah, so um yeah, lots of lots of stuff coming. Um lots of really cool little quality of life things to look forward to. So um what 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 is everybody here most excited for with, with the patch next week? Oh. I I have to think. <laughs> oh no. It's a tricky question. Holiday is mine. Holiday. <laughs> Alone yep. is, a, is a good one, but I'd also say um, Tribal Quest. Oh, tribal quest. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lopera Tribe Quest. Yep. Yep. Are those uh, with the patch on Tuesday or are those a point five? I think those are. Or they're point. They might be three five. I think those ones are three five. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Then so I take you have it to wait a little bit. No, yeah. I mean, hey, that's a good one, though. I, you can still, no, be excited. <laughs> oh, here, here <laughs> hold on. They, they have the text in red at the top of the post. Uh, <gasps> oh additional gosh. features that'll be implemented in future updates. Uh, Omega Ultimate is 6.31. Uh, the new Deep Dungeon, Eureka Orthos. Somehow further Hildebrand Adventures. Uh, Manderville Weapon Quest, Tool Enhancement Quest, and oh, Loperate yeah. Tribal Quests are scheduled for 6.35. Okay, okay. Got it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm still excited for those. I I'm I'm a Hildebrand enjoyer. I think they're so silly. Oh, they're it great. is some of my my favorite just like days of like playing 14 and streaming it is just going through the Hildebrands and just like seeing the the hilarity that ensues. Uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for the entire alliance raid because I love alliance raids. I think that they're so fun. Yeah. Like the near raids when we got to do them, I was like, this is nuts. I really liked everything that was going on. And I actually thought that Aglaia was kind of a difficult alliance raid when it came out. Like there was a lot that could happen. And I remember running it when it had first started and like everyone was dying all the time. And I was like, yes, the chaos. I, <laughs> I lived. I lived for like when things would go wrong and I'd be like, how do I fix it? Because like I'd queuing on healer, like yeah, I can do this, and then like everything would be going wrong. We're like, uh oh, I have to fix this. Um, but I don't know. I really enjoyed Aglaia as uh, as an alliance raid, so I'm kind of excited to see what they're doing for the next ones. Because um, those fights were just cool. Those fights were really fun. They had a lot of cool mechanics. I'm I'm interested to see what they do for the other the other deities. Same. Uh, Aglaia was so much fun. Yeah. The music so is so good, and yeah, I, and I'm the same. I love going in when it's new and everybody's dying because yeah. then I don't feel bad when I die because yeah. everybody else is dying too. Day, day, like week one alliance raids are always the best because everybody's still learning. Nobody has any idea, and the power, the eye level is just it's right there. And then you're spamming it to try to get the like chest piece that you want the most because you only get one. I want I want the body piece, and I will not settle for less. Yeah. <laughs> I think. One, I guess the, I hope they have a minion again because we got the the oh the fire lady minion mm, words good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got her mm-hmm. and I remember I was running Aglaia at least two times a day until I got her because I was like I need it <laughs> and so I'm very excited for me to like just know life in alliance right because there's gonna be a minion of something adorable and I'm gonna need it so what, what? if the minion is Menfina's wolf <gasps> like a little version. Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh, I hope so. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> I was I was just about to ask, what do you think the minion will be? And then you just came out and it's like, I oh, thought, that's that, that's what I everybody know, wants now. It'd be so cute. We didn't touch on this, but they did actually show with the prelim patch notes the full, like the in-game screenshot of all of the gear from the Alliance, right? I don't know what oh, you yeah. all thought of it. I think it's super pretty. I am in love with the designs. I love that I think it'll also look really good with um, the Mommy of Light weapons. Um, yeah. But I do hope that at some point in the near future, they shake up a little bit of the silhouettes because like... I it's so tough when you have something like Red Mage grouped into casters, which are then linked to the appearances of healers. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we get so many of just the like long full body robes. Mm-hmm. And I keep wanting, like, give me some really cute like doublet or something, you know, yeah. for like Red Mage. And um so I'd like to see them shake up the silhouettes, but I think they're yeah. beautiful. I don't know what you all thought of them. Oh, I agree. Um, because there's so many things where like the caster and healer glams are just color differentians. Like that's the only difference between them. And it's fine. It looks pretty like I liked the the Pantheon robes or whatever that we had for Aglaya. Um, and I actually really liked the style for like the the aiming and the maiming and the scouting stuff where it was armor with the draped things on it. I thought that was a really nice like Oh, they're robes, but also armor. Um, because there's so much, I guess now that I play, when I was a Viera, I really liked the way that armor looked because their bodies are so much taller. I think they carry the armor a lot well. So like Rogadins and Hrothgars, they all, I feel like in Elizans, they carry the armor really well. But when you get on the shorter characters, I want more armor that looks like armor, but is maybe not so bulky. I would love to see a little bit more of that. And for like all of the classes, not just, you know, tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the- I'm, I'm a filthy casual, and uh, I think that the ar- like the armor sets are absolutely beautiful. But I am always looking like I'm walking down the street. I am always in street <laughs> clothes, <laughs> yeah. and it might be because I'm a Lala, and I feel like armor always looks so weird. Yeah, the especially because I'm a tank. It. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm also yeah. because I'm a tank, so it's really heavy armor. And I always feel like it looks weird on, it always looks weird on Lala's. Yeah, Yeah. I do say that my cat girl's currently wearing the fat cat attire. So like she's in a sweatshirt. (laughs) She's in a sweatshirt. See, I'm the opposite. I'm the like ornate one that everybody's going out for like brunch and I show up and I'm like clonk, 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 like all this like ornate metal robes trailing for days, ridiculous, totally impractical, like impractical winged helmet. <laughs> yes. And, yes. And you fight in this. <laughs> I'm I'm more of like a like a like a street clothes kind of casual like I mean it dep- it depends on what I'm doing like I'll I'm the kind of person that's like okay raid starts in half an hour I need to log in right now because I need a new glam to do it yeah um, but yeah like the the Aglaya stuff like it's just it it wasn't my aesthetic um, mm-hmm. I like the new set more um, still maybe not quite my thing but uh, it's it's definitely like a an area where. You know, they haven't had a lot of these kind of robes and stuff before. So, like, somebody else, I'm sure, loves it. It's just not for me. And that's that's fine. Did you like the Asphodelus gear? The sort of dark-tinted, uh, little more armor? But, like, even the casting stuff for that was a little more armor-shaped. How did you yeah, feel about that? I, I like that. I like that more. Yeah. Um, of course, then you, you get the, the, the some of the weird effects they had on some of those pieces. <laughs> the rings. <laughs> the rings. The, the most uninspired thing. They're like, hey, we're going to add like these cool glowy effects and stuff. Cool. What should we add for tanks and DPS? Could we just add like a circle? 
I kind of I kind of <laughs> wish there were X's too, and then you could play like tic tac toe. That's there what I go. want. See, I my, wish you could have played tic tac toe. My my problem was, was every cutscene I was in where I was wearing that body piece. It looked like I was coming out of a portal. <laughs> <laughs> like behind me every time they show me there's just a glowing ring like like dr strange just like help me get yeah. over here or something it was you're it was you're weird. an assian now congratulations yeah it was really <laughs> weird but but you know they're, they're trying new things and i can't fault them for that so um, yeah i will say one thing about i'm a i'm a glam i change my glam a lot like i'll change between my glamour plates so i'll be like oh this hat is pretty the one thing with portraits is, is that my portrait's going to keep getting set back to the previous one. Unless I know they did introduce, you can, chi- you can now, you know how before you could save your portrait and send it to the adventure plate. And then this current time you can't do that. They did fix that again. So if you make a portrait, that's cool. You can send it to your adventure plate again and vice versa, which I think is really nice. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm interested to see like, okay, my portrait, because currently if you change your glam, your portrait goes back to the default one where you're like this. Uh, I it always looks. I hate when I queue in a crystalline conflict and I have like a new portrait. I'm like, no, I promise, I'm cool, guys. I'm, I'm stylish. Cool. I promise. I, every time that's what yeah. I was like, oh man, I look like a nerd. Um, but I I assume that that's gonna happen again. So I have a feeling I'm gonna put my portrait button on my hotbar so I can remember to change it. There you go. Yeah, I I that is one thing. I'm really glad you brought that up because. The, like, adventure plate and portrait system, I think, is one of the best social additions to the game that they have, like, ever done. It's such a good idea. Of course, players are going to love this. But the execution, we still have some, oh, like, so clunky. things to work out with it. <laughs> because even though it had that really extended testing phase, um, and the customization options are fantastic, and, you know, the interface is, you know, pretty good. Um, it still does just mess up so much. <laughs> Even if you have the exact same glam that you had on yes. before, but you like re-glamored it, but didn't update the <laughs> the little like change gear set, but then yeah. didn't go into your portraits and confirm that it like, it's so frustrating. Or maybe you just changed one piece or something, you know, just something really silly like that. I hope that they can find a way with the system in the future to make it so that either it operates more like G-Pose where you just like take a picture Mm -hmm. and like, I mean, because it works right now on your adventure plate where you don't have to be wearing the glam that Mm -hmm. is in that image um, and it'll still show up on your adventuring plate. So I wish that it would do something like that or that if they really want it to be this dynamic update thing, then it saves your pose. It just changes just what change the gear looks color. like in it, yeah. you know? I, I really hope it does that at some point because the poses are what's fun usually, right? Like, yeah, if you have a Titania book, you get the flowers. But, like, say I change my glam and I don't have the Titania book, I it, it should keep the pose kind of just like if you're emoting and you're changing your classes, like, you're, you know, your glam will change. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely still needs a little work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. It just, they still need to maybe finesse that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think, I mean, that's, I think that's it. was there anything yeah. else? I think, I think we did it. Oh, I oh. didn't technically say, but mine is also Aglaya. It's the new story in Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Always. That's like my first. Oh, that's, that's right. We one. were talking about the thing we were looking forward to. That's, that's but, <laughs> um, I am. I think this has been one of the raid sets. We've said this before, but I stand by it. This has been one of the 24 mans that has really, really been something I look forward to mm-hmm. as much as the main story, which in the past I've enjoyed the 24 mans and I've been like, oh, I really like this and I am looking forward to it. But with the narrative and the context and the the first one, the, like you were saying, Tori, oh my gosh, people were dying everywhere. But the mechanics were also 
fun and interesting yeah. and new yeah. and the music and the boss designs and the whole setting is something we've wanted for so long that I am just so genuinely excited for the 24 mans. And I think that's been such a huge strength in them choosing to do 14 original content with this mm-hmm. raid set and to do it so well and to explore something with that extra narrative time that we've wanted to see for so long. So I really love that. But I am also just looking forward to more time with my girl Zero because I love her and would die for her. <laughs> Did you see oh, yeah, yeah. Zero is going to be able to go with you in the dungeon as an NPC? Yes. And she... In the flashback or the whatever we saw, I, is a paladin. paladin. She's a paladin. Ah. <laughs> she's a paladin, which yes. is only reinforcing my belief that she's another shard. And the, yes. the, oh, like oh, the yes. iconic class yes. um, for this expansion. I don't know. But I yes, I love that. The, the more this goes on, the, the harder it's going to be to convince me that the two of you are different people. Like, it's just the the synergy here is, <laughs> is scary. Well, except was, for what I said Except, except about the, the pigtail thing. Not the pigtails. We didn't just forget the pigtails. There you go. <laughs> no, no, Tori, I've absorbed your personality. I'm just like, you're so cool. You're so wonderful. You're so beautiful. It would be an honor to emulate you in any way. <laughs> All right, we'll just do the fusion dance. Can you put yeah. our cameras next to each other and we'll... <laughs> yeah. And then we can both continue to just look up to, well, yes. look down to and admire Lalafell Safista. Yes. <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> The absolute most badass. Yeah. This can can tank for us and we'll just be like giggling about something dumb in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Oh yeah, and Fusion, I guess you're here too as well. So if you Oh, oh yeah, you're always welcome. You're like you're fine. Yeah. No, oh, you're wow. good. I'm kidding. You know I love you. I appreciate you noticing me. Um <laughs> You're a dragoon. It's hard to notice you when you're on the floor all the time. Well, I mean, you got to be looking on the floor so you don't trip over me, right? Like, I should be noticeable in, in some some degree, right? I'm only teasing because I love fusion and you're wonderful. You know? You know, I think, you know that. I think for me, I do. Um, I always I always love story. And this is, there's, there's the problem is there's so much stuff in this patch. Uh, and, and there's so much like good quality of life stuff that it's really hard to narrow anything down. So I think in terms of something that will, will impact my experience the most... It's got to be that new UI. Oh. I, I just, I really love, like, in case you couldn't tell, looking at the stream and the, <laughs> the color schemes of, of this, this setup here, I'm a sucker for a nice blue layout. <laughs> so to have one that's not that quite as bright, like, dragoon blue that we, we had introduced a while back, um, a little bit of, like, gradient, a little, little lighter blue, a little darker blue. It's got, like, like, hard edges on it. Like, I just, I love the look of it. And and so I'll be I'll be using that all the time now I think so, but yeah story story stuff is going to be great I mean there's there's island sanctuary quality of life stuff uh, there's yeah there's so much good stuff coming in this patch I can't I can't wait yeah agree right. yeah I think that is going to do it all uh, right so if you want on the internet. You can find me. Oh, I forgot to update these for us. I, I even, I was even like, "Hey, Rook, we need to, to update your your thing, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, here's the stuff." Totally oh, forgot. I don't care. Literally, the update was just adding my it was Instagram, Instagram, which I barely Instagram. update See, as mine, it is. <laughs> mine's a little different. Mine actually did change a little bit. Uh, YouTube mm-hmm. started rolling out these like username things. So, oh yeah, uh, Twitter and Twitch at Rafflederg R O F L D R G. YouTube is Rafflederg X because apparently there was already a Rafflederg, not me. So just add an X at, at the YouTube one, and that's and that's me. Uh, 
Rook, where can people find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitch at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can uh, usually find me streaming there two to three days a week, sometimes more, if we have special things going on or additional content. But then I'm also, if I'm not live there, I'm usually live on one of two podcasts. Obviously, Aetherite Radio here on Saturdays, but also the Lightbringers podcast for Guild Wars 2 on Fridays. And you can also find me over on YouTube at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I, exact same deal, um, where I do a ton of sharing my big, messy, ridiculous feelings for this game that we love. (laughs) And I yell a lot about how hot people are and how unfair it is and cry more than any human should over a video game. Um, You can find all my playthroughs uh, as well as some additional lore content and creative videos over on YouTube for Final Fantasy XIV and Guild Wars 2. And then you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore as well as on Instagram just at Rookery. All right. Uh, and then for our guests, uh, we'll go ahead. I, you know, earlier when you when you cut me off going into the topic, you're like, the guests need to introduce themselves. And then you left it there. I'm like, well, great. Now they're going to like be like, okay, you go, you go first. I go first. Who, who goes first? So I'm just I'm going to make this easier. Sophista, where can we find you on the Internet? What do you do? Now's the time so- to plug you. There we go. Um, I'm on, of course, Twitch as Sophista, and I am here, what, Monday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes in between. Um, I'm on Twitter as MYMG underscore Sophista, um, and my podcast is Not Your Mom's Gamer. You can find that wherever you can find most of your, like, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Um, And... um, like I said, we're coming up on 11 years and I do video game. We talk about video games um, from different perspectives with gamers, uh, with game theorists, with game scholars, with game developers. Um, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm all on right. YouTube as Sophista too. So. Uh, all right. And Tori, where can people find you? What's up? Well, uh, currently I'm actually uh, struggling to make content. I'm actually really happy that the Wi-Fi held out. I, my background's blurred because I'm in a hotel. <laughs> uh, I My apartment is getting repaired, so I'm actually not able to stream really consistently right now, which is a little unfortunate. Uh, but I am on Twitch, Tori underscore Talks. I also have a YouTube channel that has a lot of content on it. Uh, some of my Endwalker playthrough is still going through on that. So if you're someone that likes watching MSQ playthrough, I like Rook, like to cry a lot because I just am way too attached to all of these characters. Uh, so yeah, check out my YouTube. It's at Tori Talks, uh, Tori underscore Talks. Um, I also have a TikTok, which I think is hilarious. It's Tori underscore Talks, T-O-K-S, because it's TikTok. Oh. I think I'm funny. I think I'm funny. Uh, yeah, and then I, I yell on Twitter a lot. I retweet a lot of fan art on my Twitter, which is Tori Talks Twitch. Um, but yeah, I just kind of hang out on the internet. But yeah, I'm currently uh, struggling to be a content creator because uh hotel wi-fi so but uh hopefully i'll be back in my apartment pretty soon then i can get back to my normal shenanigans so yeah hopefully hopefully that'll clear up sooner rather than later that's (laughs) i can't even imagine um it it happened the night the day before christmas eve too so oh Oh, no yeah it's fine it's fine well it will be fine once you're settled back in there and everything's back to normal (laughs) yeah currently we don't even have a kitchen we went in there last night and our kitchen was entirely pulled out i was like oh that's fun. So, oh. anyway, well, but. it'll it'll be fine. It'll be fine. 
If you want to contact the show, uh, you can email us aetheriteradio at gamerescape.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Aetherite Radio. Uh, and of course, you can find us as Gamerscape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, discord.gg slash Gamerscape. Uh, we will have our patch spoilers channel pop it back up for 6.3. So if you do some story and you're like, oh my god, I just need to talk to somebody, we got you. Come on over. Um, that is going to do it for us here this week. Thank you so much to our guest, Sophista Tori Talks. It was, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Make sure to go check them out. Uh, links in the chat. Links in description. Uh, go check out their awesome content. Um, and that'll do it for us for this week. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.